Tannehill won one too, so how great were you really? But it's going to be like, well, Belichick is just fantastic. But then it also adds to Josh Dan- Josh McDaniels thing also because I mean every year he <laughs> finds a way to you know script to the things with oh, lesser talent go. or you know it's just always something. So if you can sit up here and honestly take a, a guy like a Tannehill and and win a Super Bowl. Has he pulled his name out of looking for a coaching job? Or yes. Is there, yeah. I mean, there's none available. Uh, I figured. That's, I wasn't sure. I didn't really hear anything it, after it was either the Cle- stopped looking It was either him. Cleveland hired him or they were done. Uh, or he huh? wasn't going anywhere. Uh, I, I mean, I like the Josh McDaniels thing. Yeah. I just think, like, how much of that was him being oversought by uh, Bill Belichick? I just uh, – he didn't really succeed outside of that, and he all he's done is benefited from working with some of the greatest there's ever been in the game. It's just, I mean, welcome to so what's the catch on all sports Cleveland every Wednesday from two o'clock to four o'clock. James, Josh, Kramer, AJ, Brian, and the one and only Chirk Berserk get together to discuss a wide variety of topics across the sports world. During these discussions, we let our opinions fly with a dash of comedy. And now, here's your show, So What's the Catch? Welcome to So What's the Catch here on All Sports Cleveland. Shirk, you ready in there? Yep. You sure? Yeah. Okay. James, you kind of look like a rocker today. James is a rocker. James was born a rocker. I guess. Let's get okay. that straight. You just had that rocker vibe to okay. me today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's an interesting way to start. Uh, let's uh, go with something that wasn't, uh, I guess, uh, as rockerish, I guess. Uh, the Browns <laughs> playing the Cardinals. They that got did not rock. Absolutely destroyed. They're still going to make it. To what? The divisional yeah. round? To, to what? Two games below 500? Playoffs? No. Playoffs? Yeah, yeah. If only, if only we had the Jim Mora uh, senior drop right now. Yeah, I wish we got Case Keenum playing against this thir- tomorrow. This isn't the Case Keenum problem. This is a problem with other things on the team. Right. Okay, so it's, a, it's an issue with the, the starting left tackle and right tackle. It's an issue with the defense being completely useless. It's the fact that Miles Garrett called a players-only meeting yesterday. Okay? Players-only meetings is never a good sign. No, it's not. It shows the signs of a dysfunctional team. You know, something we're quite familiar with here in Cleveland. But yes. let's, let's talk about the specific game. We got one word reaction, Josh. One word reaction. Buttocks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, interesting. Ouch. Ouch. That's my one word. Jerk. Your one word. There's um, winners. Mm. Okay. That, uh, we did one. lose, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. making sure. Okay. Yeah, we lost by. I'll go more in depth on that. Three touchdowns. Okay. Uh, I can't wait for you to go more in yeah, depth. Yeah, we on cannot. That. <laughs> uh, my seats. one word. I've used this uh, several times. I'm going to use it again. Expected. I expected the Browns to lose. Mm. I expected it to be a blowout, and it was. So wah, the wah, wah. <laughs> the reason I used the word buttocks is because I think defensive coordinator Joe Woods has his head so far up his buttocks he mm. can't even see. That what type of defensive game plan was that? You, you know, there was no chance there was not Kyler Murray, right? There was zero chance. Yeah, but they like, for example, they left AJ Green wide open in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Okay, mm-hmm. and they does Joe Woods teach them 
if there's a pump fake, jump the pass. I don't get it. Because they jump passes way too easy, and then the quarterback goes, thank you, wide open pass. Mm. Just in general. I'm not even talking about specifically this game. I mean, listen, this defense has been dead this, this entire season, okay? Uh, when we played the Bears, the Vikings, and the Texans, th- those performances defensively were lies. And I noted as such at the time that yep. they weren't real, that it's going to fall back to earth. And it did. Tw- two weeks in a row, they've fallen back down to earth. Um, but, Shirk, you said winners. I want to please elaborate. Entertain me. We I'm, got I'm, Case Keenum magic. Okay, we're not talking about Case We're Keenum not right talking now. about the Broncos game. We're talking about this Cardinals well, game. It made him learn that we got Case Keenum magic. Oh, it did. <laughs> Please elaborate on how. Look at what he did a few years ago with the Vikings. Okay, but we're still talking about <laughs> this past Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you're. I'm that the two our pieces are not connected. Oh, I don't know. Last Sunday just seemed like a disaster of a game. Okay, that's okay. That, there we that's go. more. We like can it. we can revisit the Case Keenum conversation in the next segment, but this one's just a, a review of last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I don't know that I could put too much of the blame on Joe Woods with the secondary just being playing as poorly as they have played. I don't know that there could have been anything differently done by any other coach. It, to me, it's more of a personnel issue right now. Um, uh, that guys just aren't getting it done on paper. That defense should be a lot better than it's performing right now. And I don't necessarily think that it's a coaching thing. To me, it seems more like we may have overvalued some of these players that you know that we've added to our secondary. So I get where you're coming from, and to a certain extent, I agree. The only reason I'm going to push back is because it, I'm basing this off not just this Cardinals game, but last week against the Chargers, we gave up multiple explosive deep throws to from Justin Herbert to receivers like Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and countless others In, against Kansas City. Yeah, it was a miracle throw by Patrick Mahomes on that rollout where he threw it to Tyreek Hill, but that's yet another example. And if Tyrod Taylor doesn't get hurt, I think we all agreed Texans would have beat us in that game. That's what I said. I don't know where you guys are at now, or were then, or I don't think you guys were with me then, but where are you guys at now? I said they would have lost if Tyrod Taylor would have stayed in that entire game. Yeah, um, honestly, I don't I don't know that it would have turned out that much differently. I think they were going to lose either the, way. The te- the tex- <laughs> I was talking about the Texans game. Oh, the Texans game. Yeah. Uh, going back to that one. Just, just going back to it right now. Okay. Where, where the Browns are right now, how they're playing. Yeah, no. They're not going to. I don't know. It's, it's, Honestly, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard it's, to say. It's a that, lot more debatable now than it was, right. let's say, just a week ago. Wasn't yeah, it? a week ago I would have thought differently, but now it's I'm not so sure. That's okay. why I'm saying I'm putting blame on Joe Woods because I just think the scheme doesn't mm. fit the personnel. Maybe the personnel well, is wrong. So well, Here's the problem with Joe Woods' scheme. His scheme has been outdated for about five to six years. Okay. Yeah. That scheme worked in Seattle when they had elite players at every single position. Right. The, the Legion of Boom. Don't yeah. have elite players outside of Miles Garrett. That's fair. Okay. That's a fair and assessment. D- defensively. We're talking defensively. defense. <laughs> defensively. So you need elite secondary players for that system to work. They don't have any. Denzel right. Ward? No. He is not elite. He had. How did he make a Pro Bowl? We've been over this, Chirk. Pro, <laughs> all pros, Chirk, all pros, all pros. Right. That, when did Pro Bowls actually mean something? Tell me that. 
Pro Bowls is a, is a fan thing. All pros is what gets you into the Hall of Fame. He had three interceptions that season. Okay. Wow. Okay, how Yay. is he had this year? How often is he to get targeted? Is it alarming to you at any rate that Denzel Ward is the primary target of opposing offenses and they're not even throwing at Greg Newsom? Mm. You know what? Okay. The, yeah, that's problematic. That's a big issue. The frustrating part about that is when we drafted him in 2018. Third we, overall. Four, fourth. Yeah, fourth overall. But it was when teams would throw at him, he would be matched up with the opponent's primary receiver and he would get physical with them. and Well, here's the thing, is that back then they were playing man defense. They're not playing man defense, they're playing zone defense. That, right. I know. So in a zone defense, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I wish so we were playing man defense. I think it would work so much better. They're not really equipped to do that either outside of Denzel Ward. So mm-hmm. that's a problem. But that's not even the biggest issue I have with... The defense was, a ba- was bad. I'm not even going to... We've killed Maybe this conversation. He stinks. I don't know what to he, tell you. He um, was not a good signing. And you said that from the beginning. I'll give you told credit. You, told you. Told you. I know we have that audio somewhere. We do. Um, but here's my alarming fact from Sunday's game. Do you know what the defensive front the Cardinals played for basically the entire game? A 6-2. A 6-2. <laughs> Six men up front, two in the linebackers, three secondary players. Mm. They said, hey, Baker, beat us. And he mm-hmm. couldn't. Yeah, that's... And okay, here's- guys are wide open. He's not even throwing at them. This is a defense presented in itself that if you can complete a simple slant pattern, you're golden. Why Baker I'm couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Why I'm excited about Keenum Magic. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. We will. <laughs> do you know what this defense was? This was an exact duplicate defense that New England Patriots busted out against the Rams in the Super Bowl. Mm. Okay? And so what that did is it took away the run game and made the passing game impossible because they had a limited quarterback who could only do so many things. The Browns have... A limited quarterback. They went into that game already against, you know, fighting against it, fighting uphill because Nick Chubb wasn't in the game. Okay, and then Cream Hunt gets hurt along the way. Mm. But you add in the fact that I said this from the very beginning too. There's an adjustment period in year two of a type of offense just like this. Teams will adjust, and when you have a quarterback who has to have everything just perfect, things go awry, and that's what's happened. This is why I was saying on an earlier episode that I want to see an evolution from the Browns' offense. They can't. Yeah, That's the thing. They can't. Yeah, they don't have the, the personnel currently to evolve. <laughs> right. Yeah. What are you saying? Possibly get rid of Baker. We're not going to get rid of him in the middle of the season. No. But, you know. Russell. What were you saying? Russell Wilson. He's injured in, on IR right now. Yeah. Plus, I don't think the Seahawks would do that even if he was healthy. No, I doubt no, it. No, they wouldn't. Yeah. But... You look at this offense, they can't evolve. This is it. You're seeing it. You know, you know the, the Michael Jackson thing? This is it. This is it. Okay, you're not <laughs> This is actually anything. it. <laughs> this though. is actually yeah. it, though. You're yeah. not getting anything else. Yeah. Okay. You're when, lucky I don't know the lyrics to that song. <laughs> <laughs> when you have Baker Mayfield in, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get a, a quarterback who can't anticipate. He can't sense pressure. He can't read the defense post-snap. He doesn't find open receivers. And when he finds a receiver to throw to, he doesn't throw an accurate pass. Right. He can pull. Do you remember that throw he had to Odell against Minnesota? You mean, that, the, you mean the three that he left 180 yards on the on just on exactly. the field? Exactly. How about the overthrow uh, pass to Higgins uh, that resulted in an interception? Yep. You Remem- know who's wide open on that play? Odell. Mm-hmm. Remember? You know look on that play? Odell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember how we. All, I think we all wanted Josh Allen. For the most part. 
Yeah. I was a Josh Allen guy. Always have been. Always I will be. Sam Darnold. How's that pick looking right now? Not hey, I don't want to hear anything from you, okay? <laughs> True. I completely roasted you over the weekend in our group chat about the whole Sam Darnold. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will admit I was wrong. I <laughs> I bought into the Panthers starting three and zero, and Sam Darnold be looking like a franchise quarterback. He's no. not. Sam Darnold is Sam no. Darnold. He's going to turn the ball over. He's going to be inconsistent and mostly ineffective. You know you were struggling with that paper tiger term. You learned the hard way. Yes, I did. But yeah. I, you now understand. Fully oh, hundred percent. I yeah. even you. I even use that term on my video collaboration <laughs> when talking with the Denver Broncos fan about the Denver Broncos. I said, uh, "Are the Denver Broncos a paper tiger?" He goes, "Yes." Good for him. It's glad they agree. Uh, Trick. What we got? Like ten seconds. Yeah, no, we got like about like 30. Oh, 30. We got 30 seconds. Cool. But uh, the Browns, uh, I think they're in a tough spot right now. Uh, I think we're going to see some interesting performances this upcoming game tomorrow night. Uh, but we'll get into that in the next segment. But first, uh, Turk's going to take us off into commercial land, and uh, we'll be back in a few. Would you trade $10 to get almost $10,000 in gift cards redeemable at hundreds of places around town? Of course you would. And how incredible would it be if a portion of that $10 was used to support some amazing nonprofits? Nonprofits like Awakening Angels, Beautiful Faces, Easter Seals, these nonprofits, and more. You get to save money and nurture your community. Join us today at UniteThisCity.com and embrace what makes our community different. Nurse, I need you to apply pressure to the head wound until I can get to it. I'm concerned she's lost too much blood. Oh, no. You in the corner, who are you? You're not supposed to be here. She's my girlfriend, doctor. You need to wait out in the waiting room. Please, doctor, I want to stay with her. Look, she's been badly injured. So if you want to do what's best for her, you need to let us do our work. Please, doctor, she has to be okay. I didn't mean to do this. I love her. Wait a second. You were the driver? Yes, but I didn't mean to. I swear, we we went to dinner. I, I was just buzzed. I only had a few drinks. Just buzzed? Why didn't you tell us that? In that case, your girlfriend is fine. Hey, sweetie. I feel great. You want to get out of here? I can't believe this. Really, doctor? She's really okay? What, are you kidding? No, not really. Nurse, get me a suture kit. Stack. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. Hey guys, bow season's right around the corner, so get out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop. PJ's make custom bows to fit anyone. They also make takedown survival bows and flint knives as well. Ladies, PJ's has custom-made jewelry. You'll find unique, one-of-a-kind bracelets, pendants, earrings, and much more. PJ is a real craftsman with an artistic lair. PJ only uses materials found or made in the USA. So hurry out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop, located at 112 Leonard Street in South Amherst, or call 440 440- 986-0490. Hello, and welcome to today's lottery drawing. Good luck. And here's today's winning numbers. First one up, it's not yours. Second one, not yours. And another number that's not yours. Okay, this is one number that's yours. It's a five, but you don't get any money for that. And the final number is not yours. Yep, so chances are you're not going to hit the lottery anytime soon. Don't get us wrong. The lottery can be fun every now and then. Just please don't rely on it for your future savings. How about this? Brew your own coffee at home instead of buying that latte every day. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Ride your bike instead of buying all that gas. 
These changes alone can save you thousands a year. Thousands. Small changes today, big bucks tomorrow. Feed that piggy bank. Go to feedthepig.org for more free ideas on how to save. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. We are who we thought we were. So what's the catch on All Sports Cleveland? All right, we are back. Uh, Kramer can come on in. Yeah, come Kramer. on down. Oh, it's locked. Never oh. mind. I was wrong. You cannot enter the room. Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, good news, we're still talking Browns, so... Yeah, you didn't um, miss much. Did I miss the one word? You yes. did. You missed the one word. Give I us your one word. I want to do because I thought you about missed, it on the way up the hot take about the winners. Uh, uh, let's get let's get. Jeremy I can miss her shirt because I don't have my headphones on yet. It's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Okay, <laughs> one word. Let's go. My one word is flashback. Ooh, Ooh. and I actually have one other one. Uh, it, it's maybe. Mm. Okay, See? and because there's two more words that go with that, and I'm sure you could, uh, you know, kind of guess. Maybe, maybe next year. Ah, oh. I like that. I like that. I like the maybe next year. I don't but, like the maybe next year. Uh, Sorry, Chirk, but the way it's going, it's the Browns mentality. I'm so I'm an eternal optimist with the and Browns. And you just dropped the maybe yeah. next year. So that should be telling everybody in the room, everybody Ooh. listening, just a good yeah, turn we that volume Keenum down magic. for some reason they're all the way up. Okay, it, it was a huge flashback we have though. Keenum to, magic. Okay, so Yeah, and then I saw today Case Keenum's. That's that's why we're Thank that's you. where we're gonna start. We're start right there. They're playing the Broncos tomorrow. There's no Nick Chubb, there's no Baker Mayfield. Uh, status of the tackles, don't know. Status no current hunt. Stat, status of Landry, still unknown. Yeah, no, I saw the, the running back. But it's Case like, Keenum is in. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. I was going to say something about this, too. Like, look, you, you get to see Case Keenum, right? But yeah. it, it's going to be hard to grade Case Keenum on this game. I mean, he's not going to have any tools. Right. Okay. So, Chirk, uh, uh, please. The floor is yours. You you wanted to use the word winners last segment, then you didn't realize we were talking about last Sunday. But winners, let's go. All right. <laughs> Enlighten so, me. Keenum so Magic. Keenum, do, you, do you remember when he went to the NFC Championship a couple of years ago? I do. Yes, I do. And that was Case Keenum Magic right there. Yes, it was. And I think we could have it again. This do, do you remember what happened in said NFC Championship game? Yes. Okay. I'm okay. sorry for my lateness, but can I go back just a little bit? Was Chirk's one word winners? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> a game we lost. His word was winners. Um, awesome. Are you are you ready? Because here's my read on this situation. Provided Odell Beckham Jr. plays, provided, which is a maybe because he has a grade three AC joint sprain in his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is, I mean, he came back out and played. Apparently, he's been dealing with shoulder injuries his entire career, and he's never going to get surgery. Whatever. Yeah, no. If Baker's but, out, I'd almost rather have him resting. But anyways, all but are continue. you ready? We know what this game is. We've lived this game so many times. Yeah. This is Kelly Holcomb in 2002. Oh, yeah. This yes. is Derek Anderson in 2007. Yes. yes, sir. This is Brian Hoyer before he had his uh, ACL tear against the Bills. I we know what it. this game is. I can see it. Case Keenum is going to dazzle you. I can see it. And you know Why? He knows the offense. He knows how to read a defense. He knows where guys are going to be open and where to throw to them. Those are the things that Baker has struggled with this entire season, shoulder injury or not. 
He's just not even looking in the right places. Case Keenum knows where to look. Well, he has something going for him, too, uh, in the fact that he has really no expectations. Exactly. No expectations. There's another thing he has going for him. I know it was, at this point, three years ago, but he was the Broncos' quarterback in 2018. I'm not even thinking about all that. I'm just thinking, look, all you got to do is show up. Right, I'm not even sure. Like, I'm not going into this expecting anything. Uh, if you go out there and put up a couple nice touchdown passes, and we still lose, I'll be like, "Hey, Case Keenum looked hey, good." Peoples Jones will take off. Hey, he might. Higgins he will take off. Here's here's what I think happens. If Joe, if if Beckham plays, if Beckham, big if, but big if, if Beckham plays, you will see the Beckham that we were promised two years ago. Or three years ago now, whatever it was. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay, if Beckham plays. If he plays, I, because I, it'll be I believe you will see the guy that we were promised. I think and it'll be If then, we see that with Case Keenum, that tells you a lot. It does. And here's the thing, is that that conversation that nobody in this town wants to have is going to happen. Yeah. Okay? I mean, it has it, to do that. It, ha- it has to start now. But here's my thing. Well, I, the Going into this game, the Broncos lead the series against us by a huge margin. They are 24 and 6 against us. We have one win against them in our last 13 games against Denver. Yeah, I mean I don't really pay attention to the margins though. Our margins are bad with every team cuz we've been consistently bad. That's a good point. <laughs> I, for me, I know that you don't read too much into that, but that's something that I really read into like and, and let's be fair. Let's be clear here. For me, I look at this game and I expect to lose. I expect to lose tomorrow night. Okay, but that's why I think. Case, but he has. I just, I just I think we're going to get a better quarterback performance out of Case Keenum than we will of Baker Mayfield. I mean, maybe at least now we'll we'll have a little bit more of an idea. I just think that we can't use injuries as an excuse because look at the Ravens. They've had injury issues all year. Yet well, you'll notice. Yet they're 5-1. Five, 5 and 1. There we go. You'll notice I didn't even bring up injuries. Because um, they're, they're not an excuse. They're not an excuse. Every team's hurt. I will say this, though. It, okay. Putting aside Baker, and Baker played horrible on Sunday. But just even putting that aside, because I kind of expected that. Baker's Baker. It has these games back and forth where it was like, okay, he's having another bad game. Mm-hmm. Everybody played bad. And then there was the injuries. And then it was just like, man, everything. It, it was one thing after another. It just seemed like nothing was going right Sunday. You mm-hmm. know what really bothered me about that game? Well, there were two things that really bothered me. Everything. <laughs> there were two things in particular that really bothered me. One, I was really excited about this game because it's Baker against Kyler, Oklahoma against Oklahoma, Heisman against Heisman, all that. And they disappointed on that front. Two, and maybe more importantly, Arizona was without their head coach and offensive play caller, Cliff Kingsbury. They were without arguably their best defensive player, Chandler Jones. And they were without, I think it was their center, Rodney Hudson. Rodney Hudson was out, yes. No, yeah. that really surprises me. Everybody so. has injuries, and even this Denver team we're playing tomorrow. I mean, they're they're beat up, too. I mean, t- Teddy Bridgewater's still questionable for tomorrow. Can I ask something? Teddy real- Two Gloves? Oh, go Teddy ahead, Brian. Brian, say what you're saying. No, I was just saying, you know, they're banged up, too, you know, and it it's... It, it's every team has injury issues. It's, mm-hmm. it's part of playing in the NFL. So yeah, you can't use that as an excuse. I have a question though that kind of goes with the injuries. I'm ready. Um, Hit with, me with Baker. He just did a press conference yesterday saying he was playing, didn't he? And he uh, was he like, said, "I'm playing through the injury. I'm, mm-hmm. I will be starting Thursday." He said he wants to play through the injury. 
Uh, he said it's up to him if he's able to play, which is... I, I believe he shouldn't, and we were talking about this yesterday, but mm-hmm. we were talking about it in the sense of he shouldn't, but he's probably going to because he keeps saying, oh, I'm Superman, I'm going right. to... Or maybe it wasn't even you, it was somebody. I just I assume it was you because it's <laughs> usually you. <laughs> it but, usually uh, is me. I mean, that's Baker being Baker, though. He's always going to be that guy. He's always going right. to... That's going to be his attitude always. I'm just wondering what happened. Situation. Like, right. What, what happened it was it was never up to him. Okay, as much as he wants to say it was, it never was. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the coaching staff were just like, "Oh, that's a cute little soundbite you got there." <laughs> You're not playing. It almost feels like it was because it was so quick after that that it made me feel like they were kind of saying "f you" too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in maybe g- reading it in general, bit. we talked about this. I think both on mic and off mic, but. Baker comes in in week three against the Jets back in 2018, and for that for that game and the rest of that season, he has this chip on his shoulder. He's slinging the ball around. He's throwing deep passes like what he did in that Carolina game, and then from from that from 2019 on, it's like that Baker Mayfield is gone. The, the, the league figured him out. That's true, but they I still think that's part of that it too. Simple? And I mean, how, also, how much has his injury, you know, been affecting his play too? You know, I it's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's when you have a, a shoulder injury like that, it's it's not easy to play through pain and discomfort, especially for the quarterback position that depends so much on mechanics. Mm-hmm. If, if you can't mechanically operate the way that you're used to operating, it's going to make things a lot more difficult for you. So maybe he's playing it down, if anything, and it's actually been bothering him a lot more, which in that case, it's he needs to sit. He needs to get better. It is a full tear of the labrum in his left shoulder. That has been confirmed. Yeah. Uh, there is additional damage in his shoulder as well. Um, not the fun way to play through. I look at this is that he should just bite the bullet, get the surgery, okay, because right now he has what is a season-ending injury, and if for some reason he comes back and plays at any point, it could be a career-altering injury. Okay? Right. And if he's actually – the Browns view him as their quarterback still, and Baker Mayfield wants to get that big-dollar contract, that's a take, take the surgery. But that's exactly why I think he doesn't want to because he's so worried about what if I don't sh- – you know, what if this year – this is my legacy for this year. How do I get it? Uh, well, well, guess what uh, – our, your legacy is. <laughs> for this year is, is what it is. You've played terrible. Uh, I, you're but not, he still you're, has you're in throwing short passes. He still has, in theory, the chance to turn it around. Right. But if he plays. But here's the thing. You get the surgery. You come back full go, ready to go next year. You, everyone knows you, your surgery's fixed. Your shoulder's fine. You come back then. And I, can, year. I completely agree, honestly, but I'm playing the devil's advocate because yeah. I can see where he's where his mind's What you got what over that, there, Chirk? I, I was asking, do you think he would be good coming off that? In, in James you, you don't know. You you really don't know. I mean, I really don't think much of him as a quarterback to begin with. So, even when I mean in college, I really didn't think much of him as a quarterback in college. If uh, any of his game right now is being affected by like mentally, you know, if he's just not in the right winning mind frame, that you know, athletes can get out of that flow state that they find where they're winning and successful. Look, I don't, and it seems like Baker has lost that. I don't doubt that it's causing him some discomfort, but I can't tell either way. That's kind of what I was getting at. Is I just kind of I push away the injury thought because mm-hmm. that's his his body. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. how how he feels, um, but what I do know is that they have this mindset that's problematic. And it, I saw something today that really kind of show, showed me it, and it was. Uh, after the game, Kyler Murray came up to Miles and he was talking about, "Oh, hey, I saw you had. Uh, I was in your graveyard. 
huh? Mm. And, and he was kind of, you know, making fun of him about it. And it, and to me, that shows this, like, attitude that mm. the Browns are carrying right now. And you see it in Baker's commercials. You see it in all these silly news stories about, like, uh, Miles Garrett and his quarterback graveyard. And, yeah, I know it's supposed to be funny, cute joke, but... You haven't earned that yet. <laughs> Thank you. I have been saying this forever. Okay, uh, and we're, we're up against the commercial break, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this. I have one final thought about Baker Mayfield. Right now, he's too focused on him being the tough guy, the guy that doesn't yeah, come out of the game. I agree. The guy that Agreed. He's the guy that's just like, I'm the tough dude. I'm, I'm the leader, even though he really isn't. I'm the leader. I'm the tough guy. I'm not coming out of this game because I need to be in the game. What a Agreed. lot of people look at as positives, he's actually turning into negatives it's right now. It's complete negative. It's he's a detriment to his own ability right there now. There we go. Uh, 100%. Way to put it. He's like Mick Foley against <laughs> That's <laughs> a less who? good way to put it, but it's also a way to put it. <laughs> That's a jerk way to put it. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, Mick Foley against Undertaker. Okay. Right? All, All right. right. I'm a WWE fan, and I don't even know what you're talking about. Take us to commercial, please. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> At risk of losing your home in a foreclosure? We can help. We'll deal with your bank, reduce your payments, lower your principal, improve your credit rating. We'll buy you a pony, give you the ability to fly. We'll let you pilot a blimp. We'll bring your childhood cat back from the dead. We'll name a comet after you. We'll let you ride a unicorn. We'll carve your name into the moon with lasers. We'll arrange a meet and greet with Santa Claus. We'll give you a treat. If you're facing foreclosure, there are a lot of companies promising to help you. All of the information can be really confusing. But who should you trust? The Hope Hotline. The Hope Hotline is a free resource connecting you with HUD-approved housing counseling agencies available 24 hours a day who understand your situation. Since 2007, they've helped over 5 million people get the clarity and information they need. Call the Hope Hotline at 888-995-HOPE. That's 888-995-4673. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. Packers. Vikings. Red State. Blue State. We come from different places. Uptown. Downtown. We come to different conclusions. Half empty. Half full. But no matter how different we are, we're all connected, and we can all make a difference. That's why United Way brings people, expertise, and resources together to improve the education, income, and health of our communities. The building blocks for a better life. When we live united, our efforts, magnified by others, add up to real change. Children succeed in school. Families gain financial stability. The health of our neighbors improves, and suddenly, so do our communities. But real change won't happen without you. Live united. So let's look beyond our differences. Live united. One by one, let's make a difference. Let's reach out a hand to one and influence the condition of all. Live united. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Sign up today at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take this time to breathe deeply and close your eyes. Right now, you're completely in control. Unlike the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you tried removing those raccoons from the basement. Concentrate on the soothing sound of my voice. Release the memory of when you wrestled with that beehive in your son's treehouse. Let go of the time you thought that skunk was a cat, or when you pulled into the garage with your son's bike on top of the car. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. 
There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Hello, everyone, and welcome into opening day coverage. We are All Sports Cleveland, and we are live from Masthead Brewing Company right here in downtown Cleveland. As we are set, we are ready. I am Jacob Underwood. Joining me, I'm going to go ahead and have them introduce themselves, starting with one Mr. Henri down at the end. Well, I'm Henri from All Sports Cleveland. Uh, with, I'm also I'm Steve Baker. I'm Jack Lovacar. All right, so guys, you heard them. They introduced themselves. We are down at Masthead. They have amazing food. This opening day menu is going to be something else, along with the Tribe opening day beer menu, if that's something that uh, would please the taste buds. I believe it might for some people out here. As we are just getting set, we're getting ready. We're excited. And so, Steve, I'm going to start with you, and we're going to make our way around here. And we're going to see what, uh, you know, we all think about this. So right now, both teams, one and two, they just got done with their opening day. They just got done with everything. Uh, You know, they wrapped up that series in Minnesota. What are you expecting out of the Indians for today's game? And then we'll go on to Henri. So, again, Mike Clevenger on the mound today, and uh, I'm excited for Clevenger. I think he's coming into his own here for the Indians Um, so I'm expecting a W here today for the Indians going against Yonder Alonso and the White Sox whereas for me I'm expecting for the Cleveland Indians today a a win also but I'm also expecting to see some adjustments and uh, you know some vibes going on to to adapt to to get this W yeah I also expect the uh, Indians to win uh, I expect them to get more hits, and I think Clevenger's going to pitch a good game. Yeah, we feel a lot like Rodney Dangerfield because Cleveland gets no respect. Oh, well, welcome back to So What's the Catch. All right, we are back here on So What's the Catch on After All I Sports Cleveland. Out. Oh, you got yourself <laughs> out. We had a little bit of an extra break. Uh, Chuck ran off to use the facilities. When he came back, the, uh, the door, door to the control locked. room was locked from the inside. So You never know what you're going to get around here. Hey. We had to find someone with some keys. Extended commercial breaks, unlocked. whatever. That's and all right. Our sponsors are thanking us right now. They got a little extra time. Yes, so. our 2016 yep. sponsors love us. Yes. yes. You know, that, that <laughs> Indians game with Mike Clevenger on the mound. Yeah. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Make yeah. sure you go check that game out with your time machine. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it's, it's basketball time. No, yes, it is. Time. It's hoops. All right. Hoops. And you know who's going to the finals? Not the Cavs. <laughs> but I'd have Why to agree. Are you guys, like, spoiling the fun? Speaking of the finals, congratulations to the WNBA champions, the Chicago Sky. They were a number six seed, and they defeated the number five seed, Phoenix Mercury, in four games. Wait, was this WNBA? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was a the best of five series. So yep. That's why I was. So are they games. are they like on a completely different yeah they, schedule they, than the NBA? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah they kind of intentionally overlap. It a makes little sense. Bit. Yeah. The playoff uh, bracket for the WNBA is completely for- different. And I've never could, lied on this show. I'm not a basketball guy, so of course that includes WNBA mm-hmm. as much as NBA. But yeah, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and, share a lot of courts too. Yep. So, yeah. So, just wanted to point that out. Yep, back in the day, uh, Cleveland played here. 
The Rockers. That's and right, the Cleveland also, Rockers. Do we not have a WNBA team? No, nope. we do not. No, uh, not any longer. And I used to live in Michigan. I'd go watch the Detroit Shock. Yeah, that's right. The they are now there. the Tulsa, or no, I'm sorry. They are now the D- Dallas Wings. Dallas they're, they're Wings. They're now another franchise? Yep. Mm. They went I from remember D- they moved to Tulsa. The yep. Tulsa Shock. And then they, be, they moved from Tulsa. To Dallas, and now they are the Dallas Wings. It's a rough life being a WNBA fan. You yeah, never know when your franchise is going to go. It's a bummer being a player, I'm sure, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out, uh, Candace Parker. Shout for, out. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Isn't that ace? She was yes. like widely regarded as like one of the most overrated players in the WNBA, and uh, she had a lot to say about that, and she wasn't done, and she kind of proved that this season by, by she, bringing that championship home. Right. I think it's important to mention that. I think that she's an icon, one of the best female players in the sport that I've ever seen. Oh, she's the she, only one I know her nickname, and it's just from that commercial. Yeah, she's right. Dim. She's great. And the she's on the Mount Rushmore. Right. Oh, she's 100%. definitely up there. She's definitely up there. It, it kind of shocked me to see that the league voted her most overrated, like year after year for several years yeah. in a row. But and who knows? You know, the, I mean, they, we don't know if that's egos or what it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's I mean, haters. <laughs> right. Haters, yeah, haters. going to hate. There's yeah. probably a good portion of people who currently play in the NBA that would vote that for LeBron. Right. Okay? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. As far right. as the WNBA they final, just though. They want to take any dig they can at somebody. It wa- even though it di- I watched a couple games of the WNBA finals because I am a bit of a WNBA fan, mm-hmm. I would say if I I don't have a team, but if I had to choose what team I follow, it would be the Minnesota Lynx. Okay. Well, I think we had everything you could ask for in this matchup. You got Brittany Griner on the other side. You Diana got Candace Park. Yeah, I mean, just all-time great players. It was everything the WNBA could have hoped for in right. a final. It, it, so. For me, you know, you talked about with the with the uh, Dodgers Giants how you wish that series could have gone the full seven. Right. I yeah. felt that same way about this WNBA finals. I'm like, why right. did it have to end in four games? The games were great. They were. They were great games. It was I, good I got, quality I got, basketball. I got three letters for you: C B A. Yeah, collective C- bargaining oh. agreement. Yeah. Yep. yeah I thought we were talking about a whole other basketball. Canadian? The Canadian Basketball Association. You, no. could, you could talk basketball financials until you're blue in the face. There's yeah. so much to talk about yeah. there. I, I mean, every sport. Really. Yeah, but, really. But it, anyway. It all comes so, down to the CBA. Right. Shout out to the WNBA. We yeah. wanted to touch yeah. on that, but let's get over to uh, the NBA. Everyone picked their Eastern Conference favorite. Cleveland Cavaliers. Of course you did. Uh, uh, I'll get, let me get here. Everybody else's. Milwaukee. I'm going Milwaukee. I'm Milwaukee as well. I want to do something different, man. Please, go Brooklyn. I'm not going Cavs. I'm, I, I have a. I have a Heat. I'm gonna just look Pacers? up Eastern Conference NBA. Pacers. Give me, give me one second. Atlanta. Here. Let me do a little bit of a. While you look that research. up, yeah, go ahead. Quick note. Your boy started undefeated on the NBA season. Won both my picks last night. Nice. Let's nice. go. There we go. I love claps? it. Let's clap. Hey, NBA is usually my roughest sport to, to, to gamble on so, for sure. So you guys chose Bucks, right? Yeah. 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 Chose Bucks. I'm going to go Knicks. Ooh. I'm going to come out of left field with I like this. Knicks. I like this. All right. I kind of like that. Stephen A. Smith is going to love you right now. I, like I don't like Stephen, but... <laughs> so I, I, I don't make me change I, my mind. I, I, I like this. Bring some glory back to the Mecca. Let's go. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Madison Square Garden. Why, why do you guys think the Cavs is not left? Field? We'll get to the Cavs in a minute. Yeah. Yes. Western Conference favorite, everybody. The Kings. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I, I want to say someone other than the Lakers. Yeah, but I'm not. Then, then, 
then pick some of them Lakers. Yeah, everybody go. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the rest of the West and try to pick. Wait, someone we're talking like, about the West now. Yeah, West yeah, we're now? going Western Conference. Right. Nah, I can't choose Denver. I'm gonna go with the Clippers. Okay, I got one for you. I got one for you. I'm going with the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks, Ooh. Clippers. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I went Knicks. I'm going to go Knicks and I'm, I'm going Lakers. Pl- I'm going to player performance double yeah. it as well and go Luka MVP. Ooh. I love that pick actually. Luka MVP, Mavericks to win the West. They they beat the Lakers in the final to go to the NBA Finals. I I wanted to say the Nuggets, but because of the whole Jamal Murray injury, I tough can't. situation. I there, can't. Yeah. Who, who'd you take, Brian? He took the Mavericks. Yeah, the Mavericks he for the West. Mavericks, Lakers, Clippers. He I took went the Bucks, Kings Mavericks. For some reason, I'm gonna <laughs> let's talk about the Kings. They got Deion Fox. You're always interesting. So you, got I had Bucks, Mavericks. You got Knicks, and then I'm going Rockets. 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 Okay. okay. You scrape from the bottom of the barrel yeah. on that yeah, one. Yeah, that's you, okay. That's like your pick when you chose Arizona to win the Central Division. I'm, I'm just kind of I'm just rolling with some different picks here. Okay, I like that's it. Fun. That's, that's fun. I like okay. it. Okay, now let's get to the topic we all want to talk about. Now, Chirks just just can't wait hey, to get into. I can do it. I know how to do the player introductions. And it is your Cleveland Cavaliers. We're no, that going. is not how Ahmad Crump does it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we're going a couple minutes extra, a little bit over, because we had the late start. So. Yes, that's okay. It's, it's all right right now. So, Cavs, let's do, what are your expectations for the Cavs? Chirk, you go last. <laughs> I'll go first. Ready, golf. 25 wins. 27 wins. 30 wins. How many games do we play again? 82. 82. 82. Uh, 30. 30 sounds right. 30? 50. 50. Okay. Explain. So, I had the lowest... Turk had the highest. You know what? No, I need I need to change that just because you said thirty, right? Yes. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say they win two more. Thirty two. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna be a little hopeful. Little hopeful. Turk, please, please. And the floor is yours. Tell Tell me why the Cavs are the best organization in the Eastern Conference. I mean, they got they got twenty twenty five points per game with Sexton. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, A player which they were considering to. Flip flop with him and Okoro of who's going to be coming off the bench, but okay, okay, and yeah. They got uh, Evan Mobley, Evan who's Lowry a rookie, Marketing. who's played mm-hmm. zero NBA minutes. Lowry Marketing. who stinks. What? Yeah. Yeah. Lowry Marketing's not good. You don't I think he's that good. No. Overrated. How about Ed Davis? Ed Davis shouldn't even be playing. No. <laughs> or the other guy we got. Darius Garland. No, Taco Fall. Taco Fall. No, good role player. Um, Good role player. Chetty Osman? Just he's, kidding. He's nothing. Um, I'm just kidding. Ricky Rubio? Rubio. Um, Ricky Rubio might be good for us. I, I, give me your one hot take besides that the Cavs are going to be good and they're going to win 50 games. What's your one hot take for the Cavs this year? Because I have one. Kevin Love should be traded. That, okay. that, that's it. Or and Kevin, that's not really a hot take. That's, that's really more of an take. opinion. That's, the hot take version <laughs> would be Kevin Love is going to be traded. Okay. Kevin Love, my hot take is Kevin Love's going to the All-Star game. <laughs> okay, that just made that's that's a hot take. Yeah, that was a take. Especially because the All-Star game is here in Cleveland. Do you think he'll go to the All-Star game with Cleveland, or is he going to get traded and then go to the All-Star game? Mm. He'll stay mm. with us. Okay. All right, everybody give a hot take about the Cavs this year. R- Rubio has his best season at age 30 with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Darius, no, I almost said Darius Garland. I meant Isaac Okoro goes for 25 points a game. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Kramer? 
Taco Fall scores the third score of the season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. Really specific. The third bucket. Yeah, and, really specific. Uh, let me get the odds on that for you. Uh, yeah, we got it. That's... That's going to be some offensive utility <laughs> for that to happen. Um, <laughs> it came to me in a dream, man. Uh, like half the team is just like not going to be available to play, and who we'll have to be like play all five positions at once for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would okay. just. I'm just trying to show Shirk a little love, a little support. Taco right, fall. Here's my hot take. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Colin Sexton, Ricky Rubio. And Kevin Love will all be gone before the trade deadline. Oh, all three of them. And you guys wow. also forgot my boy Dean Wade. I could almost co-sign He's on that. He's injured I feel for like tonight. He's not even playing. Just from an observer who doesn't know a lot about basketball, but seeing the headlines and stuff and how things have been going for the Cavs, I, I see where you're going. Yeah. So why do you say all three of them are going to be traded? Teams are going to uh, look for the veteran leadership of a guy like Rubio. Mm-hmm. They're going to be looking for a guy that can shoot the three off the bench like Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to Sexton, someone's going to want to be like, we have interest in him as a player. We want to get a closer look hands-on to see if we want to offer him a large contract before he becomes a restricted free agent. I like that thinking. It makes sense. I shouldn't say I like that thinking because... I mean... They didn't agree to a rookie-scale contract extension with Colin Sexton. There's a reason. Right, I get that. that. I think – I don't know if Sexton is part of the future core of this team. Right now, I think, based on what my observations and what I saw last season, it looks like the core is Garland and Okoro. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say the core is – Garland and Mobley, everyone else is expendable. And Mark Markkinen? No, no I'm Markkinen. I'm Markkinen stinks, man. Come I'm, on, what do you see in Laurie Markkinen? What do you see in Jared Allen? Last season? Jared Allen is an overpaid bench center who shouldn't be on this roster. The only reason I'm not including Evan Mobley is because since he since he has not actually played a minute in the NBA, I'm not ready to say that he's part of the core. I want to see how he fits in with Garland and Okoro the, first. The only reason I want to push back on that is because they drafted him third overall. Okay, if they would have been, been fifth or seventh or eighth, you know, where they picked a lot of these other guys that are currently on the roster, sure. Third overall, that guy's someone they view as a core player. That has to be a core player. If it's not, then you got Jabari Parker, and that's a big problem. Mm. Or, yeah, that's. I get your point, and that's valid. How about Dean Wade? Dean Wade. He's Dean injured. Wade, Dean Wade. We, we forgot. We haven't said that name in a while on this show. Yeah, the other, other, other D Wade. Yeah, I was just going to say who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's an interesting question. Who's the most important player on the Cavaliers right Dean now? Dean Wade. It's Going Garland. Gar- it's, I agree. It's Darius Garland. Darius Garland. It has to be. It, it's Darius Garland, but here's the problem. If this team's ever good, if this team ever gets out of the basement and stops finishing 13th in the East, mm-hmm. okay, They'll have to get other players better than Garland on the roster. Because oh, 100%. He is the, he is yeah. the third guy right. to complement two other guys substantially better than him. Right. He would be a good – if a team had a big three, he would be a, a good three out of the big three. He yeah. would be He'd the, be third, the third, third guy. He would He's, be the Chris Bosh in that uh, I would scenario. Say, I would say like uh, the Rajon Rondo on Boston. Sure. That's a better comparison. That's actually really no, good. No, if, if you're including Rondo, it would have been the big four because Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, KG. You sure. get the idea. Yeah. It's the same idea. Like, that type of role. Right, You're right, not right. relying on him to be a big point scorer. He's more of an assist and steals guy. I think he's a great, great player, but he's never going to be a guy that's going to take you above that hump and get you to the next level. No. You gotta, he needs you, help. He needs help, yeah. Right. Needs Just help. like Kyrie did. With, with what was that? 
I just said Dean Wade is there for that. Dean Wade, if he averages more than five points a game this season, I will be incredibly surprised. If he averages more than five minutes a game, I will be surprised. <laughs> There's simply not minutes to go around. Because, look. It's Kevin Love, it's Jared Allen, it's Evan Mobley, it's Lowry Markkinen, and there's there's uh, the human goaltender that is Taco Fall, okay? You, you guys are more of the stat guys when it comes to it. Last season with six points on 19 minutes. Mm. But the, that Cavs team stopped barring a whole bunch of trades and injuries like last year? He's not going to play. You, you guys are more of the stat guys when it comes to NBA. So how, how does Darius Garland's stats stack up to Kyrie's early on in Kyrie's career? Kyrie was a better scorer. Better scorer. He was a better scorer. Mm-hmm. I believe Garland is better in the assist department. Yeah, he had 6.1 a game last year. That's great. Yeah. For, yeah. 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 That's why I'm, I'm – I mean, just to me, like, it, they have that same feel early in their career. Like, it, he, he feels like a guy that can – can be a Kyrie type player, but but even Kyrie, you know, he was never going to be a, the one. He's always going to be a two or a three on. Yeah, bit, you know. Yes. So that's what he is. So right, just a fair comparison. I like that you mentioned that, Josh. So Going, just made me think. What's of up, that. Dylan Windler? He's out tonight too, dude. Dylan Windler's injury prone. Mm. Yeah. Are we still talking about basketball? Yes, we are. We are. Yes, we, we are. ran way over. <laughs> but we well, came, We started we late. Back. Yeah, so that's right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going we're to finish up this basketball talk. We're going to go to baseball. Yeah. Then we're going to take a commercial break in 10 minutes. I just looked at the clock, and I'm like, yeah. wow. So All right. here's what I'll tell you about Dylan Winder. Then we'll get to when we'll get to baseball. Wait, are we doing? The- we're, no, we're just going to run 10 more minutes and go to commercial for the second hour. All right. Okay, we're getting weird early. Let's do it. it. By the way. Dylan Windler okay. is injury prone. He's a guy that... If you get 50 games a year out of, you're happy. Mm-hmm. Okay? He, he just, he's hurt all the time. You can't rely on him. They, let's be honest. That draft pick was a miss. Yeah. It was. They, I mean, I mean uh, I'm sorry that your head, your, head, your head is in your hands right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it looks like I'm giving you the worst news possible. But I thought he was going to be nice coming out. We I, all did. I thought, like, hey, maybe we hit something here. But you know what? It's just... He's hurt all the time. Yeah. And when he, he plays, he's very inconsistent. Yeah. So right now, I'm going to get into your world, Brian. Sure. The Grizzlies are a minus 7.5 point favorite, at, and they have a 71.5% chance right now. And the over-under is 218. For what? What is this? The over-under on what now? The over-under for tonight's game between the Cavaliers and Grizzlies is at 218. 218. Hmm. Are you taking the over? I'm taking the over because the Cavs' defense stinks. It's non-existent. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the over. I like the over, over. on that a over lot. Over only because the Cavs' defense stinks. They'll score like 95 points but give up 130. The 220 is not all that much either. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So I'm, I'm t- comfortable with the over. I'm there. taking the I forgot he was even on the team. Yeah. I'm taking the... And we un- Kevin Pog- Pang- Pangos? Who? Exactly. Who? Yeah. Exactly. Let's go to baseball now. Let's okay. do that. All right. Let's do that. All I will say is I'm taking the over just because it's opening night. What's okay. going on in the world of baseball? ALCS? Hey. Red Sox, team of destiny? Hey. I think the Red Sox. I want to believe that, but the Astros tied the series up at two. I don't care. I'm not at, like, a look. If don't the, care, don't care. If the Indians are competitive at all, then I don't like the, the Red Sox because they're, you know, in competition. But as soon as the Indians drop out, the Red Sox are my, like, backup. They're the Packers of my baseball. I Fair. took the Astros and Dodgers in these series, and I'm sticking with both of those picks right now. I just like the city of Boston. I feel like it's a, a, a sports city. 
It yeah, is. It is. Yeah. I love to steal from they, Kyrie. Do, the question, though, are they a team of destiny? They certainly feel like it. They I, do. I'm not a fan. I don't want to see them win, but they do certainly have that feel like this is their year. So I'm not – in this series, I am rooting for them because I – after what the Astros did, they are – personally, they are my most disliked team. Mm. And that will never change. Okay. Okay, how about, how about Dodgers Braves? I want the Braves to win, but it, it set me up with this little note you got right. Mm-hmm. Set me up with that. That's note a good one. There. Do you think Atlanta will suffer the same fate they had last season? Okay, so here's what I'll say. I didn't. I thought Atlanta had a very good chance to win, especially when I was watching that game last night, and they were comfortably in the lead. But I went to go get Swenson's. I came back, mm. and the Dodgers were up. I'm like, oh, I know how this this finishes. This I know this plays out. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's going to choke. Dodgers are going to win, and it's over. Yep. Yeah, I'm really comfortable with that Dodgers pick. I, I think that they're going to win this series. Easily. Yeah, no. I I don't want the Dodgers, but it, until you, until you knock out the champs, if Atlanta had Acuna, this would be a totally different discussion. But they don't, so it's yeah. Not. It's I think they point. got too lucky. They got lucky with the two walk-offs. Uh, yeah. They did it. Walk-offs, generally, there's a lot of luck involved. It does. It, it's a it's a situational thing that only happens if you're in the right situation. You can't you can't manufacture a walk-off out of nowhere. The, you have to get to the point I mean, where Let's it's, be honest here. Dodgers-Red Sox World Series matchup? Oh, Signed juicy. Me, uh, that was okay, juicy. Because here's why. 2018. But here's the thing. Mookie Betts and Joe Kelly are in L.A. now. Mm-hmm. That's true. I love that storyline. You know, so you got you have that factor yeah. playing it. You got Verdugo, who was on L.A., now in Boston. Which, by the way, Alex Verdugo looks like the prototypical Red Sox player right now. Uh, he he's really got does. the big Boston beard. Mm-hmm. He's just slammed. He's just hitting the ball all over the place. He is the literal description of Boston Red Sox. You forgot yes. another player who's now with the Red Sox that was on the Dodgers. That is Kike Hernandez. There you go. That's a name I do not type. I type in Enrique. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a yeah. That's Dude problematic. Has, if the Red Sox win this series, he's uh, hands down ALCS MVP. Hands down. That's fair. I mean, he's in the discussion. He's for really like good. One of the best postseason players of all time. Yeah, he's doing really good. I think uh, all I time. Think, I think JD Martinez. His numbers would, yeah. have a, would have a say in that. Sure. You know, possibly Kyle Schwarber. He's having that type of year is but, what I'm saying. He, but okay. Hernandez is in the discussion with yes. those other two. Right. To even be in the discussion with those two is, it means you're putting yeah. up some some great numbers. <laughs> I would love it if the Red Sox won this series in Houston because that's what happened in 2018. Mm-hmm. And it would just be, I feel like it would be justice. Yeah, I mean, well, the Dodgers also want their justice over the Astros too. So, you know, I think that they'll be happy going into either face either of those teams. The cool thing, if if we get Red Sox-Dodgers, that would be two wildcard teams facing off. So that's a cool storyline. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen that often. The last time that happened was 2014 with the Giants and Royals, mm-hmm. and the only time I can remember that happening before was 2002 with the Giants and the Angels. Yeah, it's fun. It's good for the game when, when wildcard teams have success. I mean, can we asterisk the wildcard for the Dodgers, though? They won 106 They've games. won so many it's, games. It's, I mean, it's they're facing absurd. an 89-win Braves team. Right. Baseball's it, such a weird This isn't. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a typical, like, 
your wild card teams weren't your typical wild card teams. These yeah. are powerhouses. Well, well definitely, definitely not so in that conference. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That division is stacked. For so. that division, I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's it's stacked. You're yeah. absolutely right. So Kramer, your your hopeful World Series matchup. Uh, Dodgers. Dodgers yeah. versus Boston. Boston. Yeah. Dodgers. Boston. Dodgers. Boston. I guess I'll say Dodgers. Boston. Dodgers. Boston. I feel like that'd be a pretty good game. Be fun. It would. A lot of storylines. I'll be happy with either, but I'm sticking with my pick. I'm going Dodgers. Astros. It's it's always good to you know stick with your pick. Yeah. 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 I'm not gonna backtrack on it now when neither of those teams are out yet. You know. Yeah. So that would be silly. Good point. I just want, for me, I want to see a fresh new matchup. I don't. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to get one here. Yeah, either way. <laughs> I want Red Sox Braves. Okay. That's, I mean, there, there's storylines to that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the money, <laughs> the league wants Red Sox Dodgers, let's be honest. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah I agree. It does, 100%. Yep. I'm just saying, like, since we've already seen Dodgers Red Sox, we've already seen Dodgers Astros. Sure. Granted, the rematches, I'm sure, would be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, I want. I feel like Red Sox Braves would be something new. I think that baseball is in a really great place right now for this to be the potential ma- like World Series matchup. No matter how this goes, like mm-hmm. this, I mean, it was an awesome postseason. There's some great teams at the top. There's awesome young talent in the league. There's so much excitement in baseball right now that just hasn't been there lately. Yeah, and and I'm I'm just really just thrilled with where baseball is at right now and I'm, I'm excited to see how it you know ends up panning out it's been I, great so far i hope major league baseball sees this and somehow capitalizes that capitalizes on it and goes let's make our game appeal to the younger audience because well, i still feel like i get what you're saying but mm-hmm. i still feel like they're in the Old school mindset. They're not marketing it right. Correct. It's, okay, I got they, your... they never have been. And yeah, they they're, they're, and they're never going to. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. But before we even get ahead of ourselves with that, there's I mentioned these three letters earlier: the CBA negotiations after mm. the season. Yeah, yeah. Canadian there's, Basketball. I got you. Uh, yeah, Canadian <laughs> Basketball Association. Uh, no, there's collective bargaining agreement that they have, to, they have to agree to a new one. Mm. Okay, so the two sides are very far apart. Yeah. So that. Word that you don't want to hear. Strike. Don't strike. Yeah. Not necessarily strike, but lockout. Lockout. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since any sports really. It feels like to me, maybe because I've been in and out of prison. But, <laughs> but either way, it feels like. While. When was the last time that like that's really been an issue? 2011 with the NBA. So that's been 10 years. NHL had a lockout recently too. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's been 10 years. So I mean, it's, it's the been biggest. A the big one was the NBA. Yeah, that that was a big one. That was after the Mavericks won the title. This would be horrible timing for a lockout for baseball. It would be. It would be all-time bad it's timing. Honestly, it's on a runaway train it is. right to a lockout because the two sides are so far apart. They, they can they can offer up being like, we're going to pay for minor league players to have housing. Mm-hmm. But that's really like, okay, cool, but can you actually pay me now? Because right. they're not. Right. That, that's where they're at. But – uh, we got to take a break. We come back. It's hour two. We got uh, some power rankings talk. We got some college football in there. I take a victory lap. It's going to be fun. Stick around. Let's. If you talk and they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, 
They need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. They'll test you. Try to break your will. But however loud the loudness gets, however many cheese puffs may fly, you're the driver, the one in control. Stand firm. Just wait. And move only when you hear the click that says they're buckled in for the drive. Never give up till they buckle up. Welcome you live here at a living color and right on cue here. Friends die from drinking and driving. Friends die from drinking and friends don't let friends drive. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Hey, it's Church the Berserker. You're in the Berserk box being a hard worker. We got James. Guess what? He knows all the names. Just sit back and relax. You got Unger to the max. This show will never get any lamer. Because you can't find anybody as entertaining as Kramer. Now, AJ, he is the true fighter. You'll never meet anybody who is a better writer. In this show, you don't have to worry about lying. Because we got a champ, and his name is Brian. Join us every Wednesday at 2 for authentic personalities. Because, you know, all we'll just be dishing out is just the realities. All right. We are back for hour two. That was perfect, too, because I was finishing a cookie, and it gave me the chance to... Vanilla chinchilla. So, welcome to hour two of So What's the Catch here on All Sports Cleveland. And we are talking some power rankings right now. So, everybody's just going to give their top three. Top three teams in the NFL going into week... I almost said week eight. No, it's week seven. Hmm. So, for ESPN, it's Cardinals, Bills, Rams, and for NFL, it's Cardinals, Bills, Buccaneers. Hmm. So, for me, I would have it as Cardinals, Bills, Ravens. Ooh, okay. I like having the Ravens in the top three right now. Yeah. 
They're five and one, and they don't have any other like normal running backs. They had to get Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, and Le'Veon Bell, and they're still doing this. Mm-hmm. And they just wrecked the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be boring here. I like Arizona, and then I like Tampa, and I like Buffalo. That is my exact three. So, not very exciting. Wait, what was your three? Uh, I just said it. it <laughs> I know, I just Sometimes I zone out. No, no, I, I'm trying. <laughs> when huh? I tried to repeat it, I was like, Oh, you did forgot I it too? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, did, I do that too a lot. Yeah. Cardinals, Bucks, Bills. Yeah. All right, because mine's pretty similar. That's Mine is uh, just slightly rearranged. It's uh, Cards, Bills, and I would say Bucks. Cards, Bills, Okay, Bucks. cool. So you're a little different. But those teams. Not much debate, though. I mean, yeah. at the top here. I mean, I'm definitely yeah. not putting the Browns top three. I'm oh, not, no way. So, I mean. Let's so, do oh, Chirk. Oh, I want to hear Chirk. Uh, Chirk. All right. Uh, he's in the Browns, Browns, Browns. You got the Cardinals. You got the Bills. You know what? <laughs> Who do we got? Number three, Chirk. We got uh, this team right here. The Browns. He picked the Browns as the third. I thought he pointed at his hat. How about we do? Hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, James. Let's make these power rankings fun. How wait, about James, we? What were your rankings again? It's, mine's the same as, uh, as Brian's. Gotcha. It's not mine? Definitely not yours. Let's power rank the, the three and three teams. How about that? Ooh, what all th- are the three and three teams? Let's like get it pulled up. I'm trying to pull it up, but the internet in this Broncos, building never works. So. I think the Steelers might be. Yeah, the Steelers are three and three. Broncos are three and three. Browns are three and three. Yep. Um, I'm pulling up more. So Let's see. Uh, remembers when I had the Browns Chiefs. the 13th best team in the league? Yeah, yeah. Chiefs are three and three. They're the 13th best team? Right now? I'm pulling up that's, the what, that's what I said, what, two, three weeks ago? That okay, was... Chiefs, Bears, Vikings are also. Yep. So Chiefs, Bears, Vikings. Panthers. Panthers. And then in the AFC, we got the Broncos. There are so many teams. Broncos, Browns, Steelers. Chiefs. Chiefs. So out of those that teams. a lot of three and three teams. Who's the best? Let's just go with who's the best. Go around the room. Best, who's the best eight, three, three and three team, Kansas City. It's Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah, okay, so who's the worst three and three team? Bears. Mmm, tough to beat that one. Yeah, I'd still have to go with the Bears. I mean, the Browns are are close, but the Bears. I still put the Browns ahead of the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. Yeah, I'd say the Bears as well. You know what? Maybe the Panthers. I mean, yeah, the Panthers are pretty bad too. Yeah, that's tough. But this is it, it at least made it more interesting. It's like it's hard for me teams. as a Browns fan. Like automatically, my mind goes to the Browns when I think about you know bad play. But right. there are other teams not playing great. I just thought it was an interesting point because there's a lot of teams that are three and three right now, but they are so far apart. What like when you look I at the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chicago Bears, those teams are miles apart. What from about each the other. Steelers? No, not no. yet. No. Outside the Kansas City Chiefs, I haven't really seen any of these teams play other than when we played them. Yeah, I'd say the Bears are the worst to the three and three bunch. They have a negative twenty six point differential. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But yeah, I know the Bears are bad just from watching them play us. Uh, Kansas City, I watched their game last week, and and they're just a sneaky bad team that's gonna they're gonna come back around. Mm-hmm. And they, have, they have Patrick Mahomes. That's yeah. that's the difference between all those teams is that right. they have an elite quarterback. The, yeah, the Seahawks I think are like one and four. Who? No, the Seahawks are. Oh, here's an interesting one. Who do you think's a better team, James? This is for you. Okay. Indianapolis Colts at two and four. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns at three and three. Who's a better team? Ooh. This is a really interesting this one. Is tough. I want to hear this the answer to this. Um, the Browns. 
He, your name is not James. I think we kind of knew your answer, Jerk. <laughs> yeah, we knew you would say the Browns. That's as, why I specifically as pointed this way. Currently stand with injuries or just the the organizations right now it, are are the Colts more likely to have success in the postseason or the Browns? Are we taking injuries into effect? Well, you have to now. at the moment. Like, you have to, but it's also hard ending, to say where know. we would be in. You never know what I'm trying to say. You never know who's going to come back when. Yeah, this, my, is, this is tough because I don't think anything of Carson Wentz. Right, yeah, that's the thing. But I look at the other positions on their roster. On paper, Indianapolis. I'm more confident in the Colts right now than in the yeah. Browns. But yeah. they're, they're so interesting because both of those teams, when you look at the names on paper, there's some that jump off the page at you. you know? T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, and I mean, and they're teams that are underperforming. That's why I chose those two and found those to be like interesting comparisons because – the Colts are kind of trending up right now, and we're kind of trending the opposite direction. So it's so, just it's an interesting comparison. I'm going to lean Colts just because I feel more confident in everyone else on their roster, even though out of the three quarterbacks of Baker, Wentz, Keenum, mm-hmm. I have Wentz at the third part yeah. of that Yeah, team. okay. And it's everything else. It's the sum of everything else in that team. It's their general health. It's where they're trending. Yeah. And I buy more into the Colts than I do the Browns Who, right now. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give you another question based off of that. All right, Carson Wentz or Baker Mayfield? Pass. Right now. Pass. No, you Baker, have to answer. You run the Wildcat. I'll still take Baker. but And also, I, I have an interesting answer to that same question, which is that I think um, right now I yes. would take the Colts. Or I think the Browns are worse than the Colts right now, like if you were asking me yeah. right now. But overall, into the postseason, I think the Browns have more chance of maybe sneaking in on a wild card. Okay. That's where I'm at with it. I got you. So I, I, I think playoffs are and going to the Super team. Bowl. I think they're. I'm. I think. I, 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 I think the chances have considerably do you, dropped. All right. Do we think the Colts can win that division no. over the Titans? No. I think there's a. I think there's a possibility. Yeah. They're a vulnerable team. I think they're vulnerable as well, and that that I just think that the Colts are such an interesting team right now. They're they're in a very similar position to we. The one that we're in, and it's similar market. I just think it's just such an interesting. Comparison. All right, I have another question. Ready? Mm-hmm. Four and two rate, four and two Vegas Raiders. Don't look at me. I'm listening. <laughs> or the four and two Cincinnati Bengals. Who's more likely to keep up what they are doing right now? Uh, right now. Yes, at Raiders. this current moment. Raiders. I would go. I would go the Raiders. Uh, even with everything that's going on in their organization currently. Yeah. But Cincinnati's a fun team. I just feel like they're going to hit a plateau they at are. some point. I think so, too. Um, you can't cover up a bad offensive line for long. Okay? Right. At that's some point, true. that comes back to haunt you. It, with their defense, their defense has done some things, but it's still a very patchwork unit. Right. And, and this is the NFL, and I'm, this is no knock against Joe Burrow, but teams are going to start to figure him out better. They're, you know they're going to have some tape on him, and and this happens to every rookie quarterback. So I'm not just saying that this is going to happen to him and only him, but I I think there's a good chance that we see him plateau uh, this season as well, and that kind of just they 
I, I don't know. I just don't right. think he's ready to take that next step yet. I'm, I'm talking about just this year. Yes, right at going into week seven. Well, what I'm or what I was the rest at, of the season. Actually, I, I would actually choose the Bengals. So um, would I. But I wouldn't choose the Bengals going into next year. Mm. I think this is their window of success this year, and that uh, if anything's going to happen with Burrows and like them starting to figure him out, like they did Baker, I think it'll happen next season. Next okay. season, okay. Yeah. Here's a proposal for you guys. It's another ranking. Rank the AFC North quarterbacks right now. Oh, okay. Oh Lamar Jackson's number one by a mile. Mm-hmm. I would go Joe Burrow, number two. Then I would go Big Ben, number three. Baker Mayfield, number four. I'd do it the same way, but switch Big Ben and Baker. Uh, even in the, even in the heat of the moment, I still think I'd take Baker over Ben right now. What you got over there, Church? Ben ain't playing much more than this season. No, I, I still like oh, Baker ahead of Ben. It's just for this season. Yeah, right now. I know, but I still got to put a Lamar little bit Jackson. of an eye into the future. I don't know. I don't know. Shirk? What, what's up? We got first Case Keenum. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Then Lamar Jackson. Then <laughs> Case Burrow. Keenum is better than Lamar Jackson right now. Is that, is, that, is that a hill you're willing to die on? Because that's one that you potentially may die on. <laughs> Trust me, you guys are laughing now. You won't see till this tomorrow. Chirk, you might be, if if, if Casey Keenum comes out and balls like that, Kate, Kate, whatever. It doesn't matter what his name is. You it doesn't probably, matter You could probably put Casey is. Keenum out there and have just as much of a chance. Yeah, yeah. But the point being, if he does go out there and ball, I swear to God, I will come in here and like bow down to you, and I will defer from now on to all of Chirk genius uh, because I do not see that happening. I could see him having a great game. But I, I don't, I don't think he had, would have Kramer, a great Kramer, I am holding you to that now. You, you uh, definitely I think, should. I think – I know we're talking about this Browns game again. we only got a minute left. But I do think Case Keenum has a great game. I think the Broncos' secondary is very spotty. I think it's very bad. Uh, I do think he will make Odell Beckham, if he plays, a factor again. Mm-hmm. But I still think the Browns lose. I'm picking the Broncos 21-18. I – I just have a feeling about this game for some reason that the Browns are going to win it. I don't know why. I think Keenum has an above-average game, and I think the Browns narrowly win like 21-20, something in that range. So we have about the same. I'm going to say 14-7. (laughs) (laughs) 14-7. 14-7. That'll be a fun one to watch. You know what? It's a great way to get Case Keenum going. Everybody, you got to orchestrate this very carefully. Oh, yeah. Case Keenum chant at the coin toss. As soon as the coin hits the ground, you've got to throw. Okay, we've got to go to a commercial. We come back, we got got college football, so Uh, stick around. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. 
Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. My name is Judy Teeter, and I'm the mother of three boys. My youngest, Joe, was a great kid. He loved sports, music, and his youth group. One day, Joe asked me to drive him to an after-school event, which was about a mile from our home. I was driving through a green light when a car in cross-traffic ran a red light and drove right into the side of our car, killing Joe. The driver was talking on her phone, so she never even saw the red light. She was so absorbed in her phone call. Before the crash, I didn't realize just talking on a cell phone while driving was so dangerous. Now it's something I think about every day. According to the National Safety Council, about one in four car crashes involves a cell phone. Hands-free is no safer. When you're behind the wheel, put away your phone. For Joe and for the thousands of needless deaths every year. Remember, there is no safe way to talk on a cell phone while driving. Find out more at nsc.org slash call. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So be careful out there. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hour two on So What's the Catch is when things get weird. Here on All Sports Clean. And we are back. And we were talking about off air about Case Keenum getting Baker's contract. <laughs> All right. Well, instead of college football, I guess we're talking about this. Uh, no, no, let's get into college football. Yeah, let's go. That was my version of a churchism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how much of a challenge do you think Indiana will pose to Ohio State in prime time in Bloomington? Zero? Uh, yeah, less than less than a really little bit of a challenge. Zero. An iota. Yeah. Zero. Like Cincinnati poses more of a threat. Yes. And they don't even play. And they don't even play. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. But after what I saw from the Indiana Ohio State game last year, maybe I'm reading too last year. That was then. This is now. Yeah. Different quarterback for one. Yeah, I know. But Different teams. You can't Indiana always plays Ohio State tough. He's got a point. Indiana does. They play better than their record against Ohio State. And if sometimes. this had been Ohio, they don't play great against them. I wouldn't say that, but they they play better than their record I indicates. I never said Indiana <clears throat> yeah. plays great against them. If this had been Ohio State at the start of this year, I would listen and be like, maybe. But right. after seeing them get back They've in form, back on track. They're, 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 we are Ohio State again. We are yeah. ready for all comers. By no um, means am I saying Indiana's going to win. I'm just saying I think Indiana will pose. I don't even see that. Okay, I have, I have some numbers for you. Okay, I'm about to shatter your worldview on this. <laughs> Hit me. Okay, Ohio State all time is 76, 12, and 5 against Indiana, with the largest margin of victory being 56 to nothing. Mm. They have won 25 straight games against the Hoosiers, dating back to 1957. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and you're. 
you're usually the one who who said you you uh, give credence to the history, the right, history yeah. of the yeah. record. So, so prior to last year's game, which honestly you can just basically put an entire asterisk over the six game COVID season. Sure, yeah, that played. season sucked, and that was okay. Weird. Looking back, just the past couple games: fifty-one to ten, forty-nine twenty-six, forty-nine twenty-one, thirty-eight seventeen, thirty-four twenty-seven. That's the closest one. I had to go back to 2015. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State does have one game a year, usually, where they underperform. But I think we already had that. I think they already had it against Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. And they had it against the team they needed to have it against. If there's a game I'm worried about, it would be Penn State. Which, that game got announced to be primetime. I don't think you should be worried about Penn State. I'm not worried about, like, I would still put my money on the Bucks. This yeah. is my, my keeping a cool, relaxed face for that game. But mm-hmm. if you told me what is the... on the glasses, not worried. If yeah. I put a gun to your nah. head and said you had to pick one game that you were you think they might not perform great in, you know, what would it be? Is it that game? I'd say game? they have a, a better chance of underperforming in Ann Arbor than they do against Penn State. I would say I, they have a better chance of yeah, I mean, that's, against Michigan State than Penn State. That's actually, I like the Michigan State. That's a, That makes sense. Yeah. I didn't see that until now, but yeah, that makes sense. I think Michigan State is not anywhere near as good as people think they are. I, I, I agree with you. Oh, yeah. I think, well, I think we're going to win out, honestly. Yeah. But I'm just trying to see like who could be that game. Yeah. Okay. I I'm, think they win out, too. Well, I, had, I had to take the wearing glasses in the studio mantle since you're not wearing your so, so <laughs> I'm. At least we got somebody. As you know, I'm a Penn State fan. But here's the thing. As I am with the Browns, if I don't think my team is going to win a game, I'm not going to choose them. As of right now... Given that I don't know if Sean Clifford is going to be healthy for that game or not. Doesn't matter. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think Penn State's going to win. Okay, cool. I, I, all I'm hoping for is that that game is exciting. Like, mo- a lot of the Penn State, Ohio State games have been recently. Mm-hmm. I want it to be exciting. I want it to be like, oh, it's that nip and tuck, back and forth. It's coming down to the wire. I don't want it to be like... You know, thirty-one ten. Mm. Like that's boring for me. Well, we shall see. We we'll you talk. guys will get your opportunity. We'll, that's for sure. We'll dive into that game more next when week. it gets closer to it. Yeah, yes, I agree. Uh, Iowa was a fraud. I love that note. Yes, Iowa total fraud. Uh, they've that balloon's been waiting to pop for a long time. Yeah, I was victory lap for me. Okay, because I called this from a mile away. You did. The, I I've been low victory, on Iowa all year long. Victory lap on all of us for this whole season because I think we all knew this season was gonna be it's gonna be weird. Shake up. And, yeah. You know when it was the Iowa Penn State matchup, what did I say was gonna happen? Mm. I said Iowa was gonna beat Penn State then lose to Purdue. What yeah. happened? I mean, Iowa beat Penn State and lost to Purdue. The, yeah. Two reasons why Iowa won that game against Penn State. One, the four turnovers, and two, our backup quarterback is not good. No, he's not good at all. No. So that's not me making excuses for Penn State or anything like that. That's the honest truth, though. But I had one hell of a time celebrating Purdue's win over Iowa. Mm -hmm. I was in my basement just going, Purdue! Yeah, that was great. Yep. And and as a result, Iowa tumbled all the way to 11. Deservedly so. I don't think they're a top 10 team. No. I've been saying that all year. They shouldn't have been number two to begin with. No. That's what happens. Rankings. COVID, it was last season, was was an anomaly. I think Georgia's yeah, I a agree. legit number one overall team, though. Georgia's good. They're good. Until they play Bama, but they're good. Right. I still think Bama's going to win I think game. Georgia's going to actually win that game this year. 
yeah, I, I like Bama in it still, but we'll see. If they beat Bama, then yeah, I'll probably be with you. But. I, we, we know how this is going to sort out. It's going to be uh, Bama's going to beat Georgia. Bama's going to shoot up to number one. In the They'll rankings. both end up making the playoffs. Georgia will be number yep. two. Then it will be Ohio State three and Oklahoma four. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how I see it playing out. Notice today, that I'm not trying to argue Cincinnati because I know I'm going to lose that battle, I, so I'm I'm picking. You're, you're, you're making progress now that you're not even entertaining Cincinnati. Yeah, there we go. I'm, I think that now that Oklahoma was bold enough to finally rectify the quarterback situation, that they're going to make the playoff. I, I was I, I've been saying for a while I don't think they finish in the final four. Now I do. I think I'm, they got their guy. Well, because Spencer Rattler's not good. Yeah, he's, that's Morris, what I mean. Yeah. I didn't think that they were going to make that move this er, this early on, and they did. So it's more good for them. I think that they're going to make playoff now. It's more so that I'm just picking and choosing my battles. Yeah. Because I still believe in Cincinnati, but I'm not going to say anything more than that. I mean, and for what it's worth, these current rankings mean absolutely nothing. nothing. Not they mean nothing. nothing. This nope. is just polls. It's that's once we get it to the, the football committee rankings. Those yep. are the ones that matter. This is nothing. Because New, New York Cincinnati is probably going to be on that. they will be like six. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they'll be in the top four. Right. I'm, I just want, like, somebody outside. The only reason I've been, like, advocating for Cincinnati so hard is because I want somebody outside of the Power Five or something. Like, sure. That's all. It's it, like it's, we it's always get The only way that's going to happen is with an expanded it, it, playoff. On. Real quick, it's, it's already happened. It was Notre Dame. They're independent. Mm. That's not what I mean. But uh, that's outside the power five. If you want more diversity, you want to play a semantics you, argument. I'm here for the semantics argument. I'm here. <laughs> you got to get to the eight team playoff. Yeah, eight teams. I think eight teams is too many. I think six is the number. There I like go. eight. I like six. I, I'm just saying, if you want more diversity, I think you, that was what you're going to have to have. Is it, yeah, you're right because with, with six, you're going to get um, Alabama, a second SEC team, yeah. Big Ten champion. Uh, Big 12 champion, random Pac-12 team, mm-hmm. and a third SEC team. I just right. feel like if you want to really see diversity, it's going to be seven and eight. You know, the only way a team like Cincinnati gets in is if there's eight. And I, I'm not going to say it's never going to happen because money, but money does talk. That's the, that's the only way I see it happening. What I've always got? had a problem with teams winning the national championship that didn't win their conference. That always really bothered me, and that's the thing that can be rectified by expanding the playoff. Every confer- every one of the big five, if you win your conference, you're in, and then have the the, the one at-large team or three, whatever they end up What you with. got over there, Chirk? Anything? Cincinnati all the way. Of course. That makes sense. Okay. So what did you think about LSU and Ed Ogeron agreeing to part ways at the end of the season? Inevitable. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was coming. So, yeah, I think – Makes sense, and that championship run last year, although it was absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and I think they would have had. No, it was two years ago. Two my years, fault. Two years now. Yeah, you're right. Um, it was all a fluke because he got Joe Burrow, he got Jamar Chase, he got. I'm not gonna call it a fluke. You can't call it a fluke that he, you know, recruited the best players in <laughs> in got, the game. He <laughs> was able to get Joe Burrow to transfer. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not, it's not a fluke. Yeah, he. That's he, not the part I'm calling a fluke. I'm calling. Like the fact that they were able to beat so many ranked teams, and mm. they were a good team. Yeah, they had a really good team that year. That's one of the best offenses in college football history. I would have down. loved to have somehow see that LSU team. I know we talked about this, but I'm still saying it. I would have loved to see them against Alabama from last year. I think it would be a fun matchup. Mm. I'd, yeah, it'd be cool. 
but it's never going to happen. But obviously, yeah, it'd be cool. I like the I like the thought. I'm following your thought there. Fan- I, yeah, again, this is the fandom side of myself. Right, right. No, I totally agree. That would be a, like a pretty much a dream matchup for all time offense versus an all time defense. Yes, it would be so much fun. It'd be a slugfest, and it'd be fun for sure. Most likely, Alabama would win because of the defense, but that would be a fun matchup. Mm. Jerry G. No, not Jerry G. Sorry. Just the wide receivers alone in that game. Yeah, Jalen Waddle, Devontae, yeah. Ad- Devontae Smith. I almost said Devontae Adams. Yeah. Sheesh. There's just so much talent at wide receiver in that game. I, that would be cool. Yeah. Like, all right, well. Yeah, I, th- I think we've run out of gas here on this topic. Yeah, you want to do random <laughs> Cleveland athlete of the week? Yeah, sure. I yeah, let's. We could squeeze quick. it in no, here. I let's can, do uh, that. I like the idea of that. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're gonna diverge I got, I got from one. the original I plan. One. I got one. I got one. Don't All right. you worry. All right. Don't you worry. You just chilling over there, Kramer? No, I'm just waiting for the the random C L. Great, that was the wrong letter. R C A R C A. W. W, yeah. Okay. The random call. All right. Okay. I'm not going to look because I can see your screen. Okay. All right. Uh, this player was a football player. Uh, he was a defensive end. He was born on November 23rd, 1975. I previously played for the Chiefs and the Hamilton Tiger Cats before coming to the Browns. In 2001 and playing until 2003. Ooh. Johnny Manziel. No, I'm kidding. Hamilton Tiger. That, that's college. Canadian no, Football League. That's maybe, Canadian yeah. Football League. Never, I was just saying, I've never heard of it. The yeah. CFL. I only know that because... Is it Kennard? It is not Kennard Lang. You remember him? I, yes, I remember Kennard Lang. Come on. Did you like him? That's a good guess. That's a good guess. He, Very good he guess. He played the same position as Kennard Lang, so yeah. we're, we're on the right track. Um, Dwayne Rudd. It is not Dwayne Rudd. He was a linebacker. Okay. Yeah. And it's also not Jameer Miller. Um, <clears throat> in the two seasons he actually played with the Browns as he missed his first year with a shoulder injury, uh, he accumulated eight sacks in 2002 and four in 2003. I'm trying to remember who. Frank Football. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Football? I, I figured I'd give it a shot. Joe Player or something like that. We had that before. Scott. Scott what was Player. the guy, the, the money money guy? He had like Mustard. Money. Mantel? No, 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 no. It is not Gerard Warren. That's it. I was thinking Gerard Warren. No, okay, okay. defensive tackle. I was about to say that. Uh, Dang it. Yeah, he was okay. a DT. The, the, the Browns are the last NFL team he played for. He After that, he played for the Ryan Fire, Montreal Alouettes, Ta- Tampa Bay Storm, and Cleveland Gladiators. Oh! But with that commercial, and I'll reveal who it was on the other side of the break. Professional tease. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel, and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry... I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trash. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. 
in biology. In English, I learned that I make I people that sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. This is So What's the Catch? Your home for the random Cleveland Athlete of the Week on All Sports Cleveland. We are back here at All Sports Cleveland is a so what's the catch. Uh, question, question, question. Does anyone have a guess of who this player was? Uh, Cleveland Gladiators. Yeah, I don't remember that 2008 squad. I'm stumped. Uh, Alvon McKinley. It's not Alvin McKinley, but that, you're, you're in the right group of right right era. <coughs> anyone else? No, Goodman was a wide receiver for the Gladiators. All right, so the player was Mark Word. Mm. Oh. Good old Mark Word. Darn. What are his stats? Huh? What are his stats? He had eight sacks in 02 and, and four sacks in 03 for the Browns. Not bad. Not bad at all. He said eight sacks that year? Eight sacks in 2002, yes. That, that's the Pro Bowl numbers right there. <laughs> Always going with the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now that you say the name, I do remember him from that 2000. I, I, I played with him in 2K, and he was a beast. Okay. Now that you like, like, like brought, revealed hey, it, I remember and NFL him. 2K, yeah, yeah. His rating was like 82 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Keyshawn? <laughs> Keyshawn? <laughs> what? Oh, man. I remember him from the 2008 Gladiator squad now that you brought it up. Yeah, Mark Word. Yep. Mark Word. Shout out Mark Word. Are the Gladiators still a thing? Nope. No, the Arena so. Football disbanded a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. I thought And so. yet the Gladiators... Two banners are still hanging in Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Why take them down? Yeah. Cavs aren't putting any more up anytime Right. So they got plenty true. of space <laughs> up there. Yeah. Putting up one plenty of space up there. Oh, they were tying a jersey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 they could be putting up a championship banner from 2016 again. They, what? Uh, <laughs> five years too late. Oh, man, do a five-year anniversary of that title. Oh, that's uh, okay. I'd be okay with that. Hey, they, hey, hey, you know what? I wouldn't put it past them to get people in the seat. Yeah, hey, they, anything to get hey, people there. Bring back Wait. Kyrie and LeBron. Wait, <laughs> Brian, you know who who would do that? Who? The Nashville Predators. What do you mean? They put up banners for everything. Oh, yeah, they put up banners for everything there, for they, sure. I mean, You've seen the meme. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going with that. The first thing I thought was uh, the Colts AFC finalist banner. Didn't mm, the Arizona yeah. Cardinals do something similar to that? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they did when they lost to the Panthers. So like, NFC Championship game participant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. That's cringy. <laughs> that is rough. Right. <laughs> and yet the Panthers absolutely smashed them in that game. Yeah, that's terrible. 
Okay, yeah. At least Cleveland got a championship, though. Hey. Uh, hey, I will take it. That's a minor league championship, but... I, I oh, don't go there. I'm just saying. It's not the NFL, so it's not a real championship. What? Wait, the Gladiators never won a championship. Well, either way, the monsters, whoever. Minor league oh, teams don't winning. be... My Don't be hating on my monsters. Don't no, be hating. I'm just saying it's great. It's awesome. But uh, you I, can't claim it as a championship for your city unless it's a professional team. Incorrect. No, I'm with him. I'm with him. I explained my reasoning last na- last week. Well, You've you explained your reasoning many times. But here's the thing I'll tell you is that when it comes down to championship droughts as recognized by national sports outlets, as recognized by how things go on the world of the Internet – the minor league titles don't count. Okay. Well, I Prior to the Cavs winning the championship, it was still drought since 1964. And I've got news for you. Stipe winning the belt. Also not Also not a team sport. So it's not for – you can't claim it as a It's city the kind title. of things that we used to say because we didn't have any championships. Yes. And, and it was all we had. Now that we've got a real one with the Cavs, we got to start acting like it. For, we've been there now. I get so it. So we got to act like we've but, been there before. I mean, you, we weren't claiming Cleveland Barons titles from when they were the original <laughs> AHL team. Okay? Right, yeah. You it's weren't. like, cool. Cleveland Lumber, the Lumberjacks won the IHL a couple times. But when that was a thing, uh, yeah, no, no, not no. even a thing any longer. For, <laughs> it never got referenced. The lumberjacks. The, I thought that that was such fun marketing, though. I, I loved the lumberjacks with stuff. the beaver. I preferred that over the monsters. I yeah. thought it was cooler. I get that. Yeah, it but was fun. I loved that uh, monsters championship run. I was at game two of their series against Grand Rapids. Mm. I was at game four when they actually won the Calder Cup. So for me, in my personal opinion. Because I was at Game 4 when the Monsters won the championship, it counts. In my eyes, I get it. The rest of the city of Cleveland doesn't see it the way that way. Everybody in sports media doesn't see it that way. I get it. But for me personally, it, it counts. I, I'm going to have to break some tough news right now. Yeah, you are. To, You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to do it. I got something I got to tell you. It's very important. Okay. <laughs> It, it, this may shatter the way you view this. You are in the sports media. Mmm. I know. What's your so, point? The sports media doesn't view it as a title. Just you, are the, you are. The you are media. the sports hey, media, we're my a guy. Difference in the hey, media. I'm allowed to see it differently. Okay, so you you got to start that then. You better stick by that. I always have and always will. You be the I'm voice just, for I'm the voice. You, know. you you can't separate yourself from the sports media when you are a part of the media. That's true. Okay. Well, it's, it's yes. You could be a unique form of the sports media. Hey, every sure. But Chirk, still. you're the uniquest. <laughs> <laughs> Very yes. Niche. Very niche. Yes, but, good thing or uh, bad but thing? still, that's a good. broad good. perspective, broad Very discussion, good. all sports media. Yes. yes. I, all sports Cleveland. I, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Good Lord. Uh, that's uh, okay. We didn't have much here to talk about during the combat. No, we really did. Anyway, so, so this, this is, is more, good. This, this is, is more, way more fun. <laughs> this is better anyway. So yeah, forget much better. It. Um, yeah. So, I know. I'm I probably the Lone Ranger. What? I got a berserker this week. Oh, you got a berserker. Oh, oh throw that go. in here now. We got time for a berserker Rumble. of the week. Oh, yeah. Everyone guess, too. I don't even know what it means, so I don't know how <laughs> to guess. We, we don't either. But if I had If we knew what it meant, uh, uh, I might have Here's a guess. my guess. My guess, my guess is that you're going to say it's Case Keenum. 
Can you are wrong? Can I ask you a question? Real. Dwayne. Uh, oh, Dean Wade. Wait, he wasn't he your berserker? Of the He's week, been like, your berserker of the week like well, five. Two seasons come back, so Dean Wade's in there. That's uh, a, that's another pretty typical thing. Though. I mean, how many times do we have Benson? It is DeAndre. I think it was DeAndre Ayton once. Jeremy, you remember Dean Wade, right? D- do I remember him? No. Uh-huh. Turk, what's your take on the Ben Simmons situation right now with Joel Embiid? Ben Simmons situation with uh, Embiid. What's been going on? I think Ben's very incredibly talented, but he gets in his own head way too much. Did yeah. you know we're, we're like a day away from an Andrew Bynum heave the ball up from wherever he gets it on the court yes. with Ben Simmons, right? He Andrew is right Bynum? on the verge of a total meltdown. Don't you yeah. remember when he did, did that with the Calves in 2014? Yeah. I remember Every that. Every time the ball, he got the ball, no matter where he was, he just shot it. Yep. Yeah. He shoot it from like three-quarter court. Yep. Yeah. It was amazing. It was we're like a, We're like a day away from that. Yeah, he is on the verge of a total meltdown. He, he was in practice. He went to practice with a phone in his pocket. Yeah, that... Okay? that I, I, Zero I'm, intent on practicing that day. So he's right. coming to the Cavs, right? That was... We actually off-air predicted that this was going to come (laughs) if we were going to talk about the Ben Simmons situation and your take on it would be we need to get him to Cleveland and here it is so you think it's a good idea for a guy that's just wreaking total havoc and just destroying a locker room and arguably that team's hopes for any kind of title this year you think that's the kind of player you want to bring to Cleveland I mean I think we could uh we would change the culture to him, and now he's got the ball in his hand. Yeah. He's that good that you change your culture to be to fit Ben Simmons. I mean, really? He gets the passes off. Um, you think Ben Simmons is a number one guy on a team that can win a championship? I don't know about number one. What number is he then? I would say number two. I think even that. I'd say three, maybe. He's yeah. more of a four. Yeah, maybe a five. Five, even, yeah. He's and also, too, why... Sixth why man area. He like has the ball, he's like one of the tallest point guards. You could just back him up and just go for an easy two at the start of the game. Hmm. You, sh- uh, you should let him know. Should yeah. That. Why don't you be... Why don't you be the ca- the seventy sixers head coach? I just I don't, don't see do anything that. about him that's desirable right now. I just don't understand why you... I, I really am trying to get it. I don't understand what yeah, you see Yeah, I don't understand... Here's the one thing I will say for uh, in regards to a potential Cavs move for Ben Simmons. Uh, his value could only get lower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he has now gotten into the attainable section mm-hmm. for the Cavs, where right. it wasn't. He does mm-hmm. have a big contract, doesn't he? Ugh. I'd rather pay Ben Simmons and Colin Sexton. Yeah, me too. For his contract? Me too. I, that's a good point. I'd, I'd rather pay, pay Ben Simmons and Colin Sexton. Yeah, me Would too. Ben Simmons take us to the playoffs? No, but no. they make the team more watchable. Yeah, definitely make us more watchable. I would agree with that. You don't <coughs> think it would take us? Explain why you don't think it would take us to playoffs. Because he's not good. And, he's just I not that think, good. I don't think he's good I, enough. I don't think he's good and enough to. Here's push. what you'd probably have to trade to Philly for one to make the the money work, two to actually get him. Yeah, you would have to trade them. Uh, Colin Sexton. Okay. You have to trade them like a top five protected pick. You would have to trade them. Kevin Love. Probably Kevin Love. Probably. They would Probably take Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. That's already a deal itself. Yeah. And that's before even getting further into the weeds about this, because you probably have to attack on another first-round pick onto it, too. Yeah. I would yep. say so. So It's not worth it. That's a deal. No. He better be really, really, really good if you're willing to throw that many Two first-round picks for a team that's going to suck. Yeah. Okay, because the Cavs are going to be terrible. You're, that you're only 25. So? I'm sorry, how old is he? He's only like 25, I think. 
You're, w- he's only 25 and still can't shoot. You're sacrificing your future if you make a play like that. He is you're saying that if you're in a win now situation, then maybe you could that, argue that's that. Something. Then yeah, maybe. But like this is just like you are, you're forfeiting your future by making a deal like that. And you're, you're just saying marginally improving. Right. You, you go from a team that wins 27 games to one that wins 30. Alternate suggestion: Why don't we just have Ben Simmons have a press conference? <laughs> After each game, <laughs> After each game. <laughs> with the referees, we invite the refs. Yes, we, we have talk a Ben. Refs, we we talked to Ben and about. Chirk asked the question. We talked to Ben <laughs> about his behavior. <laughs> it's just Chirk. Chirk yeah. tells him he's got so much potential that he needs to get his act together. You, this is like a Big Brother situation for you. Yeah, big Brother is watching. <laughs> I feel like it'd be entertaining. I think else. it'd be great. We talking about practice, not a game, <laughs> not a game. We talking about practice. How funny is it that this is the second time there's a Sixers situation with a player and practice is involved? I know <laughs> it's always practice with that organization. Time is a flat circle. It is. Okay. You're ru- oh, that's a Rust Cole quote from yesterday. Yeah, good, good one. But we good gotta hit there. a commercial break. When we come back, we are doing a little bit of hockey, and then Kramer, do you have a quiz? I can find one. Stick around. Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety campaign. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this make sure you do this for digging projects big or small make the call to 811 brought to you by common ground alliance are you thinking about buying medicine online a search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results but which ones can you trust medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous you may get a fake drug your condition may get worse or you may experience a bad reaction Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash besaferx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you tired of renting, but the idea of owning a home seems unattainable? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency is here to help you realize the dream of home ownership with its 30-year fixed-rate mortgage loans, low interest rates, down payment assistance, and homebuyer education designed to prepare you for your journey to home ownership. Visit ohiohome.org or call 888-362-6432 to learn more. That's 888-362-6432. This message is brought to you by the Ohio Housing Finance Agency and aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Creando conexiones durante la recuperación de un trastorno mental y uso de sustancias pone toda la fuerza de la familia y comunidad apoyándole a usted, ofreciendo apoyo y esperanza. Únete a las voces de la recuperación, fortaleciendo familias y comunidades. Para información confidencial sobre desórdenes mentales y de uso de sustancias para usted o alguien que conoce, llame al 1-800-662-4357. Patrocinado por el Departamento de Salud y Servicios Humanos de los Estados Unidos. So, what's the catch on All Sports Cleveland? Trying to stump James for over six months and failing. But hope springs eternal. It's Kramer Quiz Time. Safety campaign. This is a... 
All right, and welcome back to All Sports Cleveland with the final segment. And we will get to the Kramer quiz, but first a little bit of hockey. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that was meant to be a side. All right. So the Monsters, we were just talking about them. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to die on the hill, but... That's okay. Yep, yeah, I'm a Lone Ranger. I will admit that. But whatever. Cool. That's okay, neither the here... End. Uh, <laughs> Metropolitan Division update. How about my Pittsburgh Penguins? You mean our Pittsburgh Penguins? Our, you're not a Penguins fan. Yes, I am. Yeah, but you're a fan of how many other NHL teams? The only other team I'm a fan of, St. Louis. So who, the Penguins are your primary team? Yes. I've never seen you rep the Penguins in I any don't, way, shape, That's or because form. I don't have any Penguins. Because got, you're not a fan. He's wearing a Penguins jersey. He wins. I'm a fan. I own a jersey. You're a fan of the Cavs. You're wearing a Cavs hat it, and a Cavs shirt. It actually took me. I didn't get. If fully. you were a fan of the Penguins, <laughs> I don't. My buddy just gave me my first piece of Penguins gear the other day. Yeah, you're only a Penguins fan because you have to have a favorite team in every sport. Correct. I was gonna bring this and up earlier. That like yeah. you have a lot of favorite teams. Like I, I don't. I feel like I could say just about any sport. Like. African cricket, and you'd yeah. be like, "Oh Who? man, I like uh, the the he Zimbabwe likes, uh, Zoros." He likes, uh, uh, he likes Kings Punjabi. I <laughs> actually have there is a familial link for me. Uh, my uncle Gary Long was a prospect for the Pittsburgh Penguins way back and so long time ago. So the Great reason uncle. I actually like the Penguins though is because before the Blue Jackets came along in two thousand, mm-hmm. I didn't have a hockey team. Yeah, and the closest team. Was the Pittsburgh Penguins right? So, the, so to I, me though, you're a bigger fan of the Monsters than you are of the Penguins. Yes, and that's because of I so. Was, that you, so you're not a Penguins fan, is what I'm saying. What? If you were a Penguins <laughs> fan, there's no way you would root harder for a minor league team that's not associated oh. with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, my fa- <laughs> <laughs> I'm what sorry. I just dug you a really deep hole <laughs> there. And, and I'm not giving you any rope to pull you out. Of whatever, it. whatever. Okay. <laughs> it so doesn't anyways. matter. Anyway. Anyway, the Penguins are atop the Metropolitan Division right now, minus Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. And now minus impressive to me. Yeah, very impressive. So the the only thing I have to say about the Met Division right now is that the Penguins are the surprise team. I don't think anybody expected them to be on top, but um, it's still super early. It's yeah, way, we'll way, way too early. Yeah. yeah. A week from now will be a better indication of, you know, what the division's going to look like. Right now, I think it's too early to tell. Yeah, I Let's touch on the Kraken, though, because you want a Seattle uh, Kraken update, correct? Yes. Kraken have started the season. They are 1-3-1. One, and, one. and I'm going to tell you exactly why they're not the Vegas Golden Knights. They cannot score. No. They can't. They can't. They can't score at the rate that the Vegas Golden Knights did. Everybody thought the Seattle Kraken was going to come out this season, and they were going to make the playoffs, and they were going to make this big run just because of the expansion draft. Well, I don't think they did as good of a job in the expansion draft as I think the Vegas Golden Knights did. I don't think that they have much offensive firepower at all, not enough certainly to win a Stanley Cup. I think it's also that teams saw how well Vegas did, so they adjusted who they protected on their roster. Yeah, the teams definitely looked at the 
they had experience, recent experience with an expansion exactly. draft. Exactly. Like, we don't want to screw this up again. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily an indictment on the Kraken organization no, in their not. draft. It's just that what they had available to pick from, it's a combination of all sort of things. But right. The fact of the matter is, is that their roster is nowhere near as talented as that Vegas Golden Knights roster was. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I hate to say it, the Seattle Kraken are going to be the disappointment of the NHL this season. I would I don't think they make the playoffs. Ooh. Yeah. They, 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 they won't. Yeah. In a weak Pacific division? They won't. It is a weak division. That's why I, I won't call you crazy if you pick them to make it. I'm just. I'm I won't even say you're wrong. I can't even go that far. But I personally, in my opinion, they d- they just can't score goals. They, and right. you have to score goals to win games in hockey. Yeah, so. they are missing, like, Yanni Gord right now. They're missing some key goal scorers. But, again, injuries are not an excuse. Right. All I'm saying is they're missing a little bit of firepower, so mm-hmm. I don't think you can judge them until they have it's, a fully healthy roster. Sure, it's still super early, but mm-hmm. you know, you got to talk hockey. The season just started, you right? Know, so I agree. We're gonna have to speculate about right. some things to even have a conversation. I about just it, think so. that with how weak the Pacific Division is, yeah, they have a chance. It's, Obviously, I don't think they're going to win the division. There's a really good argument there yeah. for what you're saying. I think they'll be three or four mm-hmm. in the division. Maybe bow out in the first round, but right. that's it. I'm Kramer. not going any farther than that. Right. Do we have a Kramer quiz today? We do. We do. We do. Okay. Quiz well, let's time. get to the Kramer quiz. Enough hockey. People don't want to hear hockey talk. Yeah, I've been going <laughs> They want to hear the Kramer <laughs> quiz. Let's do it. I'm going to keep doing uh, NFL-related quizzes for the Love rest it. of the season, but I've been going back to the same quiz for a while. Just keep going back to the well because it's been a good one. Uh, if any of these start to sound familiar, please let me know. <clears throat> I think I found the part we didn't do yet, though. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. What was the name of the first football stadium used by the Packers? Lambeau Field. No. no. Chirk. I don't have a pen or a paper or nothing. Mm. Uh, I just heard about this the other day. It was in Milwaukee. Was it in Green Bay? Um, I'm making sure. I would assume so. Um, yeah. I don't know. It is located in Milwaukee and is the first of four stadium the Packers used there when they split games between Green Bay and Milwaukee from 1933 to 94. Something, I don't know, Lombardi Field. No, I wouldn't have known this either, so. Uh, any last was, guesses, uh, though? Milwaukee Stadium. I don't remember. It's a strange name. Hagermeister. Hagermeister. Ooh. Yes, Hagermeister. That's fun. That's a fun name. Yeah. Very, very Wisconsin. I very. think I would like to be playing from a Hagermeister. I could agree with that. Okay, in the 20th century, how many playoff games did the New Orleans Saints win in their franchise history? Zero. Correct. Wow, they didn't win their first game until after. Wow, that's shocking to me. I did not know that. Good one, James. Yeah, nice one. The 1972 Miami Dolphins are sometimes misrepresented as being the only team to finish a season undefeated. They are actually known for being the first to go 14-0 and as well as win an NFL championship. What team finished two seasons undefeated before the NFL-AFL merger but did Cleveland not Browns. No, but did not win an NFL championship? Oh. I didn't listen to the last part. The Green Bay Packers. No. I'm all right. But did not win an NFL championship. Yes, they, they 
I should have let you finished finish. Finished two seasons undefeated before the merger, but did not win a championship. Mm. Kansas City Chiefs? No. I already guessed. New York Giants? No. Is there anybody that hasn't guessed yet? Sure. It's a regional powerhouse. Was it? It is the Chicago Bears. Mm. You said there was a... Did you say there were two teams? It was it the Bears twice. Twi- Oh. Yeah, what team finished two seasons? Oh, my mm-hmm. fault. I thought you meant there were two teams that did it. No. Gotcha. In 2001, when Michael Vick was drafted number one by the Falcons, which team had the first pick before the Falcons traded up? Oh. Oh. Uh, 2001. Would that have been the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love the hometown spirit, though. I know. I want him to be an answer uh, so bad. I know they had a low draft pick that year for sure. Oh, I'm guaranteed. Yeah. I'm just going to say the New York Jets. No, sir. That was my second guess, so. Carolina. No. I guess it's Chirk. The Jaguars. No, it was the Chargers. Mm. Mm. Chargers? Chargers. They're always trading that number one pick, aren't they? Week four of the 05 season saw the Patriots lose at home to the Chargers to end their home streak at 17 consecutive regular season home wins. Whose record did they seek to break for consecutive regular season wins at home? Steelers. No. Packers. No. Dolphins. Yes. Ooh. Chirk with the tying point. Well, that's too easy. That's a hard question. Who was the only player to have 10 interceptions in a single season in the 1990s? Deion Sanders. No. Great last name for this guy. It's I can tell you that. Not Sam Madison. Not Sam. That's not my guess. I'm talking it out. Not Sam talking. Madison. Um, as long as you put a not ahead of it. I think <laughs> I think Sam Madison had seven at most in his career. Eight maybe was his career high. But he was a guy that was always picking a lot of Aninus Williams. No. Um, you already guessed. You already guessed. But yeah. Double no. Huh? I remember Aeneas Williams. Yes. You said it's a cool last name, so I'm going to go with Fuatu Ma'afala. No. And let me, <laughs> let me fix it. I don't think it's a cool last name. I think it fits this question and title, though. Oh. Uh, I'm just gonna get some random player, Prince of Mucamara. No. <laughs> in the 90s. 90s. Okay, um, I was completely off then. I got nothing, man. Uh, Kwame Lasseter. Mark Carrier. Mm. Mark Carrier. It wasn't Daryl Green? Yeah, I thought that was a good name for, you know, reception carrier. Uh, yeah. And COVID-19, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name four former players. Which of these former pro players was not a part of Monday Night Football between 1970 and 2000? The broadcast team. Okay, so f- these four players, one of them was not on the broadcast team. Fred Dreyer, O.J. Simpson... Alex Curris or Fran Tarkerton? Fred Dreyer. Yes. Thank that you one. Frisky Dingo. Frisky Dingo. Frisky Dingo. I always said OJ. He was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Which team did Deion Sanders not pl- 
play for during his stint with the NFL before he became a broadcaster on CBS. You got four options. Redskins, Raiders, Falcons, Niners. Raiders. Raiders. Josh with the, or John, James with the Quickness. I've been putting you down to Josh this whole time. <laughs> fix that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, what city was the super... What? Let me get this question right. XXIX. That's 31, right? XXIX is... XXI 29. 29. Okay, so what? See, I would have been wrong. What city was Super Bowl 29 played in? New Orleans. No. Miami. Yes. Man, James is like running away with this. I uh, thought it was. No, that was. It's Miami. usually a good guess. New Orleans, Miami. Uh, I New Orleans, Miami, Tampa Bay are yeah. the same guesses. It was uh, 49ers, Chargers, Niners won 49 26. What was Ooh. the year Chargers the Jaguars hosted the Super Bowl? No. I don't know. Oh, I think that was 2001 or something. In week four of the OT season, O2 season, Deion Branch had 13 receptions against the Chargers. What rookie in 2001 also caught 13 receptions in one game? In 2001? 2001. Chris Chambers. No. 13 receptions, one game. Browns player? No, but I mean, it's a player we've definitely talked about before. He's been an answer before. Ooh, rookie... Let's see if I can give you any other hints. He was the runner-up for Rookie of the Year that year. That's kind of obvious. Doesn't doesn't help us. No. Yeah, it doesn't. Was it a tight end? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Todd Heath? Huh? Todd Heath? No. It's somebody with name recognition. <sighs> with name recognition? Yeah, it's not just like a random name. Oh, God. Hmm. 2001. I think it was good. We came out of the draft around 2000. Yeah, that's um, what I'm trying to think of. Real tough. This is too far back. Know. David Terrell. Yeah, I'm Damian Tomlinson. Oh, oh my god! That's, I was trying to get you guys there. I'm like, he's uh, my all-time yeah. favorite player too. Oh, I'm so mad right now. Well, dang. He did yeah, catch one. a lot of balls as a rookie. These are like, '90s questions. Are hard. Huh? David Tyrell. David Terrell. I don't know. Oh, I am not happy right <laughs> now. It was, it's right the, around the right time. You guessed a tight end, and it was yeah. <laughs> In the '90s, how did I not get did LT? I think James already pretty much won. Uh, yeah, you did. Let's do one more question, then we got to wrap the show up. In yeah. the 98 season, what, nine, what non-wide receiver caught the most passes? Marshall Falk. Yes. There we go. 98, yeah. that's a Chirk with a respectable two, but James won with four. Let's do one more. We don't <laughs> have one more ready. I, mean, I can do one more question. Okay. We can do one more question. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize we were still going. Where did uh, – I'm going to try to find one that's not ridiculously one hard. We have less than. Whose nickname seconds. is the Kansas Comet? Kansas Comet. That we just had that one, didn't we? It was uh, da 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 da. You're right. I think we did. Just we did. This. Yeah. Yeah. What player is second all time with 22 years played for the most years played? Second yeah, all know. time. Second all time with 22 Dada. years played. Mm. It was in 2003 that he played his last season. Finney Testaverde. No. Was it Testaverde? Yeah, I'm already out. So. Second all-time, uh, Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. Ah, another one for James. Glad we stuck yep. around for that. 
was hoping. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you tune in next week, same time, same place. You know where to find us. It'll be here, and it'll be weird. And the Cavs will will do it. Safety campaign. This is a public service announcement alerting you to.